Blog Talk Radio.
and the account of the destruction of Jericho. So that's not a good day. I'm glad to be here again on God's Healer 7. I got this word on Sunday, August 25th of 2013. Shall faith not intervene this day? I am the ray of hope, the guiding light. Temptation attempts to steal your joy. Your innocence was bought at a price. Fortitude presents itself to thee. Are you listening? Has my words not convinced you of my intent? My truth needs no interpretation, for your heart knows my intent. Those that seek me shall find me, for I am the Alpha and the Omega. My word rides on the wind. Those that know me know my ways. I shall gather my children from the four corners of the earth. My arms are outstretched, for I will give thee a loving embrace. Look around, my children, for this is the season of change. What was thought not possible will become a reality. Shall the trumpets not raise the dead in Christ once more? As I step forward, the earth shall shake to and fro. Men's hearts will grow cold, for my time will be at hand. Be patient, my children, for the time of the latter rain shall soon be upon thee. Whoa. Whoa. And I can hear a prophecy coming right here live. Hmm. Come, my children. Come now. My hand is outstretched, reaching for you. Come forward, for the time is now. Come, come in before, before the door is closed. Follow me. Follow me now. Come. Whoa! Woo! Wow, I don't think I ever did that on here before. Whoa! That's what they call live. Live prophecy on YouTube here. Usually I write it and I hear it. I think you need to finish up here. Join us again on Godzilla 7. Um, Barbara will um, proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord from now till September 23rd, 2015, Yom Kippur. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Hello. Shalom. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord Tower. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I have uh, my my sister Patricia here from Mexico and her husband. And I want to welcome them to the Lord Tower. Hallelujah. Um, Hallelujah. Tricia and Samoa, hallelujah. Shalom. Can, you, can you hear us okay? Yeah, we hear you okay. Wonderful. Praise His holy name. It's such a, it's such an honor to be on your show, LV. Thank you very much. Welcome. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell me when you're ready. 
Okay, uh, welcome your husband to the Lloyd Tower. Shalom. Samuel. Shalom, shalom, LV. Blessings to you and to your listeners. Amen. And shalom, Samuel. And my sister Alicia is here with us. We're so pleased that she could be here. Would you like Amen. to say hello? Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. Shalom. Shalom, shalom. My name is Alice. Alice Nieto. Alicia. Alicia. Yes. Alicia. <laughs> okay. Can can uh, are we allowed to start now? Or would you like us to wait or? No, no. You don't have to wait. You can start and and um, shalom, shalom, and, and welcome to the Lloyd Tower and um, whatever God has put in your heart to share. We love to hear. Hallelujah. That, uh, Hallelujah. How, how the Lord has been visiting your church in Mexico. <laughs> Yes. And, and, and and it's been so awesome, and we're so excited oh. that this is happening. Hallelujah! Would you would you allow me to pray before we start? Yes, of course. Yes, go ahead. Okay, thank you, Father. We just love you. We come before the throne of your presence, Father, to glorify and magnify your name because you're worthy. Only you are worthy. We are so pleased, Abba Father, that you come every Shabbat and this Shabbat again with your glory and your presence so we can hardly stand. Oh, Father, we adore you. We adore you. We've been seeking you for so long. So long have we been seeking this presence. And you answered our prayers. You answered our prayers and you came again. And we glorify and magnify you. We thank you for this program. And we pray a blessing over Elvie and his household. That truly you would send that prosperity. You have decreed it. That it would come. That the heavens would be opened. For that yeah. right, those finances to fall on your children that are faithful. Yeah. We pray that yeah. your ruin yeah. enter into every heart Thank this you. evening. Into every home that is listening. Yeah. Wherever they are all over the world. Yeah. That their hearts would be open to receive yeah. what you have. As your presence yeah. is here in this place, we call this place yeah. holy ground. Yeah. We call this place where our feet are holy ground. Yeah. Is where yeah. you live. Father, you live yeah. and breathe and move in us. Breathe and move in us. And we have dedicated our life to you. Until we no longer have breath in us, we say, have your yeah. way. Have your way in us. Have a way. Let your will yeah. be done. Father, we repent today as we've been yeah. going through. Forty days of Teshuvah. Forty days of repentance. Father, we repent of anything else that is not pleasing to you. Especially pride, oh my heavenly Father. If it's pride, us remove it. Repent of it. Because we're nothing without you. We cannot even survive a day without you. So we glorify and magnify you as you wash it with the blood of any sin that be present. Any sin that we may not know of. Wash us, wash us, wash us. Because you do not reject, Father, someone with a humble heart. We ask you, Father, wash us and cleanse us tonight. As you're lifted up and glorified again. Yeah. And as share what you're doing is little congregation in Mexico City. We yes. thank you, Father, for this opportunity, for surely it's a great blessing, not just for us, but for the lives that are lived, for the ears that will hear what you have said to us, that they would receive it, Father, and believe it. Because we walk 
not by sight. Oh, Abba, Father, we walk by faith in everything we do. We walk by faith. Oh, oh, hallelujah, we thank you, glorify you, magnify you, exalt you. We exalt you because you're worthy. Oh, we can't stop praising your name. It's so good to praise you. It's so good to praise you because you're worthy, hallelujah. You're so worthy, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Abba, Father, we place this program in your hands. That you take control right now. You take control. Let your glory fall. Let your power fall. Let healings happen. Let people be liberated. Let them be set free. Let captives be set free, Father, from the chains of the enemy tonight. In the name of Yeshua, Amashiach, we pray we ask that a host of angels be encamped around this program, be encamped around every home tonight, wherever they are, whatever their needs may be, that you would fulfill them, Abba, in the name of Yeshua, we pray and ask and receive all the glory and the honor, because you're worthy. You're so worthy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, the power is here. We're so grateful. We're so grateful, Elvie, for what is happening. And um, this Shabbat also, as we have been telling you, we're just so humbled, Elvie, by what is happening. And, And I think, you know, I just don't know how to explain. We, this is something we've prayed for for so long. That if you are giving us sheep to care for, a place, a congregation, then you come. You come and visit us. We want you to abide in the middle of this place you've given us. We want to see more miracles. We want to see more healing. We want to see the cat set free. Oh, he's doing it. Yes, he's doing it. He's doing it already, but yeah, we want yeah. more. We, uh, I, I don't know, but we just can't be satisfied. We need more. He knows we need more. So we keep on calling for more, LV. And he's yeah. so wonderful to come. It's so beautiful. What you're going to hear tonight will bless you. What my Thank sister you. will say to you will bless you. And, yeah, you know, yeah. we have others that can confirm these these manifestations, but we can't get them all here. Some people come to the congregation, Elvie, they travel three or four uh, hours to come. You believe that? And and it's not easy for them. They don't have transport. They have to come on public transport sometimes from the weather. It's hard for them to come, but they come. And those people, too, have had visions. Um, They've seen angels. Oh, no, it's just so awesome. And so now I'm going to allow my sister Alicia to go over some of the um, manifestations of our Heavenly Father. I'm afraid we, we don't have all of them, but the most beautiful ones she's decided to share. And my question to you is, Alvi, would you like Samuel to do the tra- uh, translation? Yes, 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 please. Thank you. Okay, Alvi. Sit back. Put your seatbelts on and listen to what my heavenly Father is doing. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Elvi. Yes. A yes. blessing to you, Elvi. My name you. is Sam from Coriat. We Go have a small congregation in Mexico City. Amen. We are reaching rapidly uh, over 100 people. 
we meet every Yom Shabbat, every Saturday, according to the scriptures and the commandment. Amen. And I would like you very much, since most of our uh, um, audience in, in, our, in Mexico City only speaks Spanish, I would mm-hmm. like Sister, Sister Alicia to take short sentences and for you, for you to let us read what she has prepared. And I will, I will translate accordingly. Usted yeah. habla... Yeah. Ella dice que estaba, she was praying in the morning, and she asked to her, her father in heaven, what he wanted to reveal to her uh, according to his word. And he said to her, Di a mis siervos Samuel Coriat, ¿Quién es el que anuncia su palabra? ¿Quién es el que anuncia su palabra en Keilat Bereshit? And she heard this uh, answer. Tell my servant Samuel Coriat, who is the one who is announcing his word in the congregation Bereshit. Yo conozco tus obras. He aquí, he puesto delante de ti una puerta abierta. And that is written in Revelation 3.8. Revelation 3.8, which I'm going to read, and uh, you may follow me with in your, in your Bible. 3.8 reads, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it, for thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Aleluya. Okay. He aquí. Yo entrego de la sinagoga de Satanás a los que se dicen ser judíos y no lo son. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and they are not. Sino que mienten. Y aquí, yo haré que vengan y se postren a tus pies y reconozcan que yo te he amado. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved. He aquí, yo vengo pronto. Retén lo que tienes para que ninguno tome tu corona. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Eso, that, that is, that's one revelation. And the second revelation, la segunda revelación, es una visión. Es a vision. Visión en visión en la presencia del de Ruach Hakodesh. This is es, a vision with the presence of the Holy Spirit on Yom, Yom Shabbat. Pude ver como pude ver como Yeshua entraba por la puerta 
interior de la congregación. I could see how Yeshua, our Savior, would come in through the back door of our congregation. Con una vestidura hermosa rojo carmesí. With his clothing in red, and with a robe in red, and and adornments, a golden adornment. Su corona de rey. Saturada de joyas preciosas, his, crown, his crown of king with precious jewels and stones. Traía en su mano un cetro. He had in his hand a scepter. Y se postró delante de una roca. And he made the motion to pray before on the on a rock. Y lloraba. And he was por la condición espiritual de su pueblo. And he was crying for the spiritual condition of his people. A su lado se encontraba. To his side was his servant. Samuel Coriat. Samuel Coriat. His servant. A quien le dijo. To whom he said. He escuchado tu oración. I have heard your prayer. Esta visión fue confirmada por otro hermano. This vision was confirmed by another brother. Quien asiste a la congregación. Who was also present in our Su congregation. Su nombre es Alfredo Vega. His name is Alfredo Vega. Quien describió. Who described. Como por la puerta principal. How by the principal, the main entrance. Entraba un caballo blanco. There was a white horse coming in. Que conducía una carroza. Who was pulling a, a, a chariot. Perteneciente a nuestro Yeshua. Belonging to Yeshua. Hermosamente ataviada para un rey. Who was beautifully decorated for a king. Y vio a su, a su, a su lado. And he saw, our brother saw to Angeles. his side. Ángeles de gran estatura, de grande estatura, enormous height, quienes con su luz, whom with their lights, invadían, were invading, shining, la congregación, upon the congregation. Esta 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 visión de de este siervo, the vision of this servant, Alfredo. Está escrita. It is written in Revelation chapter 19 from 11 to 15. Next. Lo que sigue. Es otra visión. Este día se celebró en la Keilat Bereshit. This vision happened on the celebration of our congregation. Santa Comunión. We were departing, we were uh, taking the Holy Communion. Y mi Abba Kadosh, and my father, Holy Father, me permitió ver, allowed me to see, un ángel, an angel, que traía en sus manos, who was bringing in his hands, un, una charola de plata, a tray, a tray of, of silver, silver, y una jarra de cristal cortado, and a pitch or crystal pitcher, pitcher, pitcher color rojo red 
in color. Que contenía aceite. With oil. De, de la unción. The anointing oil. Delante del pueblo estaba una mesa hermosamente adornada. Before the people, there was this beautiful arranged table. Cubierta con un mantel de organza color rojo. Covered with, with the organza um, color uh, rojo. tablecloth. Y motivos de flores y hojas. With flowers and leaves. De material muy parecido a la Shakira. Of material very close to a special adornment that is used for for garments. Encima estaban unos platos pequeños color blanco. On the tablecloth there were small white plates. Con sus respectivas copas. With with which glasses. Meditando por la noche. Uh, uh, meditating en mi, en mi cama that night. Acerca de esta visión. Uh, pertaining to this vision, mi amado padre me mostró, my loving father showed me, que el aceite de la unción, that the anointing oil, simbolizaba, was the presence, la presencia del Espíritu Santo, HaKodesh, his Holy Spirit, es decir, meaning, su cobertura espiritual, his covering and authority, para la keilat de Bereshit, spiritual covering upon our congregation, and that is all. Yeah. No. esa es otra and, the la, and the last one. No, because no, I, I must. Okay. Esta es otra visión, pastor. Pude ver. Pude ver a mi amado Salvador entrando por la puerta interior de la Keilah de Bereshit. I could see my loving Savior coming in through the door of our congregation. Que portaba en su mano derecha una antorcha que flameaba. Holding in his right hand a torch con gran that, luz, is, that is, was burning. Y me la entregaba diciendo. With a great light shining and giving it to her Hija mía, saying my daughter entregale esta antorcha a mi siervo levita Alejandro take this torch to my servant the Levite Alejandro porque su alabanza ha ascendido al trono de mi Abba because his worshiping has ascended to the throne of my father dile que conserve esta antorcha tell him to keep Uh, uh, to guard this torch with the shining light que le that I'm giving to him y que se en santidad, and to keep themselves él in holiness him and his wife También anunció he also announced que visitaría nuestras casas, that he would visit our homes que procuremos mantener nuestras lámparas encendidas to procure that our lamp should always have enough oil burning. Con suficiente aceite. Yeah. Y nos guardemos en santidad. And to keep ourselves holy. Y dijo, And he said, Yeshua that not everyone in the congregation tenían sus lámparas encendidas. had their lamps uh, Uh, burning. Estén alertas. Be alert. Y preparados. And prepared. Porque mi regreso. 
because my return está muy pronto. is very soon. Palabra de confirmación, okay. Lucas 12, 35. Okay, in, in Luke 12, 35. Another, in otra Another vision. vision. The next vision. Pude contemplar una fila de ángeles colocándose desde la puerta principal. I could behold a, 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 a angels that were lining up hasta, in the, in the main frente, entrance all the way frente, to, the, to the front. Y enseguida apareció and after that, nuestro Yeshua, Yeshua quien, appeared, es, quien es nuestro Salvador. Our Savior con una vestidura blanca with a white clothing, y encima de su cabeza and on his head, una corona preciosa a crown, beautiful crown, con, con joyas with inmensamente bellas enormously beautiful. enormously beautiful encaminando sus pasos hacia la mesa preparada para celebrar la Santa Comunión walking towards the table that was prepared for the Holy Communion pueblo, with his people pude ver I could see cómo vertía en cada copa how he was pouring on each cup vino nuevo new wine cuando su sierva Trisha when his servant Trisha esposa de, de, del siervo Samuel Coriat, Samuel Coriat al intentar pronunciar la bendición del pan y el vino when she attend, attempted to attempted to pronounce the 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 benediction over the 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 wine and the bread se le borró de su mente la oración she could not pronounce anything y no podía sostenerse and she could hardly stand up por la presencia divina de Yeshua because of the presence of Yeshua in the place y el siervo Samuel Coriat and his servant Samuel la tuvo que sostener had to to help her to hold her up cuando ella inició la, la, la oración when she finally was able delante to continue de la congregación, before the congregation mi amado padre my loving father me permitió ver allowed me to see cómo estaba colocado how he was estaba sentado how he was sitting en una silla on a chair de, de, de oro and a golden chair el anciano de días the uh, ancient of days quien veía a toda la congregación who was looking everyone in the congregation al orar when we were praying al regresar a mi hogar and when I came back home le pedí a mi amado padre I asked my loving father cuál era la interpretación what de, en was su the palabra according to his word y me dijo and he said Daniel 7:9 Daniel chapter 7 verse 9 Okay. Ah, sí, la última visión para continuar sí. con el programa. Esta visión que mi amado padre me permitió ver en este This Shabbat, last vision that the last Shabbat I was able to see. Fue fue que es, entraba mi amado Yeshua. I saw Yeshua coming in. 
llevando una vestidura dorada on a golden uh, robe y unos ángeles and some angels lo tomaron de la mano de su mano were holding him by his hands para que él pudiese bajar in order for him to come down of mi amado padre me permitió ver of his horse and i was able to see cómo traía la menorá how he was holding a menorah, a, a candlestick. Candelabra. Y, Candelabra. Y, y pude ver como el caballo how the le hizo reverencia was uh, bowing. bending, bowing before Yeshua. Y me dijo, and he said, Hija mía, my daughter, dile a mi siervo Samuel Correa, tell my servant Samuel que se quite los el calzado de sus pies porque el lugar que está pisa, que va a pisar santo es because the the place where he's standing is holy inmediatamente immediately le dije al siervo i said to the servant y él estiró sus manos to to extend his arms his hands forward tomó el candelero and uh, Yeshua placed the candelabra into his hands y, y me dijo mi Yeshua and Yeshua said to Alicia dile que se voltee hacia la congregación tell him to turn around and face the y congregation que levante el and candelabro. to raise the candelabra eso es lo que me permitió and that's ver, all what I could see mi amado padre para su honra y para su gloria. Okay. And that's that's in in synthesis, Elvi, but uh, uh, we have experience in our congregation. Um, just to just to include um, this week, awesome. We we couldn't stand. It was oh, we were crying. It was oh, I can't explain it, Elvi. It was just so awesome. And I'm calling out to Abba that one day he'll allow me to see that. Um, with my own eyes, but I definitely know he's there. I can tell before Alicia sees him that he's there because of the presence. The, it just, the whole atmosphere changes. We just keep worshipping and worshipping until he comes. He loves to come in the worship, you know. And the songs that we sing just give him honor and glory. And in the songs that we sing is is a type of repentance before him. God, our eyes, God, our God, our mouths. You know that type of uh, worship is absolutely beautiful. And and uh, this is the second Shabbat that he's he's come on a horse. And I was asking Alicia because she said it's so beautiful. Those horses are indescribable. Was it the same horse as the Shabbat? Shabbat before, mm -hmm. and she explained to me, no, I can't, I can't explain, it was a different horse, but just as beautiful, magnificent, you know, these, uh, these uh, uh, animals, you've seen them, Alvi, in heaven, uh, they're awesome, aren't they? Uh -huh. So, yes, yeah, so, um, okay. we give all the glory and the honor and the praise to Heavenly Father, and now, um, as you said, Samuel is allowed to share from the Jewish root, so we'll let him have, have that time, if that's okay with you. Yes, of course, yes. Alvi, you want to make some questions to to question, to interview me, or how do you uh, want to, to say it? Alicia. 
um, go ahead and share what what Yeshua puts in your heart to share for the with the people, because um, we'll, we'll let him continue to minister. We feel the presence so beautiful, and we love it. And I'm just sitting back listening, and I'm enjoying what he's doing. Amen. Thank, thank you, Albie. We have a small congregation. Uh, we are Messianic Jews, which means that uh, we follow the teachings of Yeshua, our Savior, and we went directly from the Old Testament into the New Testament. We didn't uh, go through any other religion or denomination. We are strictly teaching the doctrine of Yeshua. We call him Yeshua because Yeshua means Savior, and Yeshua was the name given by the angel just before the birth of uh, our Messiah, he was he, he he appeared to Joseph and Miriam and said you shall call his name Yeshua because he shall save his people from his sins their sins uh, their sins so we are strictly teaching the new testament from the original language the original language of the entire bible was hebrew the Old Testament and the New Testament. The fact that the original Hebrew New Testament is, has been hidden, somebody is hidden, the, uh, the new, has hidden the New Testament. It was found in the scrolls of the Dead Sea. And they have an special interest on not allowing the public and the scholars of the, of the Bible societies to to study the original New Testament in Hebrew. We only have available to us the translations that have been made from Hebrew into Greek. And, the, and those scriptures, Greek scriptures of the New Testament, have been used to make the translations into the uh, New Testament in different languages. This is the story of our congregation, and we are only following the teachings of the first believers in Yeshua. It is uh, um, uh, calculated that only 144,000 Jews received the new, the new goods of salvation from Yeshua himself and from his disciples or apostles. And those 144,000 Jews were the first Messianic Jews in history. And from then, the, the the gospel has been taught throughout the world. You want to say something, please? And we would like very much, very much, okay, uh, to share with you one thing. We are supposed to proclaim his name. When you take different Bibles and different languages, you take a Bible written in English, and it says that the creator of the heavens and the earth is God. You take the Spanish-speaking language a Bible, and you, you read that Dios created the heavens and the earth. You take the uh, Japanese Bible, it says Kami created the heavens and the, and the, and the earth. You take the French and it's a different creator. You take the Greek language, and it says, Zeus is the creator of the heavens of the earth. 
And we believe that there is only one creator. We cannot have God creating, Dios creating, Kami creating. He did not subcontract the creation. He did it all by himself. And the only creator is one. And when are we going to find who is the real creator? Is when we need the Hebrew Bible and we'll read in Hebrew. It's clearly to the ones who will study the Hebrew roots to read that in the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. And there is no translator, no author of any, any translation to any Bible to change the fact that Elohim is the creator of the heavens and the earth. So no matter what language do you speak, the creator is Elohim. You are not allowed to change the creator. You cannot put any other name. See? The scriptures, is, it is written in uh, Romans 3, verse 2, that were entrusted, the custody of the scriptures were entrusted to the Jews. And Yeshua himself taught the Samaritan woman that salvation come from the Jews. And Yeshua himself was a Jew. He spoke only Hebrew when he read the Bible, when he read the scriptures, when he preached, he used the Hebrew language. Did you know, Elvi? that the only language not made by man is Hebrew? Amen. Did you know that the first chapter of Genesis teaches you just that? When the, began, the creation began, the Creator said, let it be light, and there was light. In what language do you think that was spoken? Hebrew, it so. was spoken in Hebrew. So he made the language, the Hebrew language, as the instrument, like the tool to create everything. Everything he created by his word. His word in Hebrew, the word for, he, for uh, word in Hebrew is davar. The word for verb is davar. And when you read John 1.1, 1, 1, it says, In the beginning was the verb, was the word. Because he made the word as the tool for his creation. And since Yeshua only spoke Hebrew, he could not have said, I am Alpha and Omega. Because he did not use a man-made language to preach and to, and to write his Bible. It was Hebrew. He did, never could have said, I am Alpha and Omega. He actually said, I am Aleph. Betav. And Al-Betav is the word that appears between Elohim and the heavens of the earth. In the beginning, Elohim, Al-Betav, created the heavens of the earth. And Al-Betav has not been translated into any language because we did not know who was Al-Betav until Yeshua and Patmos revealed to, to John who was Al-Betav. And he said, I am Al-Betav. At that point, John in Patmos said, Wow, that's what Genesis 1.1 says. In the beginning, Elohim, Alevetav, created the heavens and the earth. And that matches perfectly with John 1.1. In the beginning was the word, the verb, and the verb was Elohim. And nothing was made without him. He says in the verse 3. 
So Yeshua is also the creator. And when when he said to the to the Jews in his time of, of his ministry, before Abraham I was and they criticized him, you are not old enough to be older than Abraham. They did not understand the spiritual meaning of his word because he has been the same yesterday, today and tomorrow and he is eternal. He the Father and Yeshua are one. And this is where we are preaching in our congregation. Therefore, when you read the word of faith that we are supposed to preach in Romans chapter 10. Do you have your Bible handy? Romans chapter 10. Elvi, can you, can you follow me? Chapter 10 of Romans, verse 9. See? That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth Yeshua Mashiach is Adonai, and shall believe in thy heart that Elohim hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. We acknowledge the fact that Elohim resurrected Yeshua. And Yeshua is the living word. And this is our message to our friends and believers. We are all members of the we are believers. We the 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 body of believers is the body of Yeshua, and all the believers are members of the spiritual community of Yeshua Mashiach, who is going to be the bride present at the betrothal of the of the Lamb in uh, Revelation 19, and this is our preaching, and we pray for the ministry. You are being a blessing to our congregation. You are being a, a blessing to our home because we listen to your teaching. You have clearly the anointing of the Ruach HaKodesh, of the Holy Spirit, to, to, and sharing your experience of your... That's a great, great blessing that not everybody has. You have been in heaven and you have reported to us what the future is awaiting us. Blessings to you, Elvi. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings to you, so. Thank you, Jesus. The other thing that uh, that we that we are very happy to hear from you that you bless Israel. If you want, if we want blessings for our countries, we shall bless first Israel. Because the the spiritual law is already established, and yeah. the the first pact that our Father in heaven made with Abraham, he said, "Whoever blesses you, I shall bless." So if we want blessing for our country, we have to bless Israel first, so that yes. the blessing to our country becomes second. I it hurts my my heart when I hear a, a preacher calling upon blessings to his country. That's the mm-hmm. second. That should be an extension or a an additional benefit of blessing Israel. You bless Israel, and then mm-hmm. the blessings to your country come next. Amen. Just as we pray for the Jews, there is a mystery revealed by Paul, says 
that once the completion of the number of Gentiles who received Yeshua, then after that, the rest of the Jews shall be saved. Amen. So right. we have to preach for, for the Gentiles to come to Yeshua. Yes. Can you talk to us a little bit about Shabbat? About Shabbat. See, it's very important. Shabbat is for the first time written in the Bible when he, the Creator, finished with his creation. He finished his creation in six days and he rested on the seventh day and sanctified the seventh day of the week. And the seventh day of the week is not for us to pick, has been established already in Genesis chapter 1 and 2, that the seventh day is holy because he made it holy. He separated the, the Saturday, the Yom Shabbat, for, for him. He said, we are the owners of six days, but the seventh day is not our day, it's his day. We have to worship him, we have to pray, we have to thank him, we have to study the Bible on Yom Shabbat. Yeshua Mashiach, with, the, with his life, gave us that, that teaching. If you read in, in Luke chapter 4, I think it's uh, 16, he said it was his custom to come to the synagogue every Saturday. Every Saturday. And the day he began his ministry of three years, he was in the synagogue synagogue of Nazareth. And Nazareth was giving the book of Isaiah, mm -hmm. and he read Isaiah 66, and he said, The spirit of Adonai Adoshem is upon me, for he hath anointed and anointed me to preach. In that minute, Yeshua became Messiah. In Hebrew, in, in Hebrew is Mashiach. He entered the synagogue that morning as Yeshua, and he came out as Yeshua Amashiach, our Messiah, the anointed one. So that's the reason why we, and it was Shabbat. Shabbat is the day that he wants to be worshipped, is the day that he sanctified. Unfortunately, man started to create religions, philosophies, and changed the day to Sunday. There is no one single verse in the Bible that says cancel Shabbat and from now on is Sunday or the first day of the week or any other week, any other day. Okay? In Ezekiel 30, 13, if you have your Bible handy, it's clearly said, if you allow me to read Ezekiel 30, verse 13, it says, Thus, said Adonai Adoshem, I will also destroy the idols and I will cause their images to cease out of Noth, and there shall be no more a prince in the land of Egypt and I will put fear in the land of Egypt. But, but it is important to remember that nowhere in the Bible you shall read that Sunday is the day. But, refer to Luke chapter 4, verse 16. In Luke chapter 4, verse 16, 
It is written. Let me let me read to you. Okay. Look today. He came to Nazareth where he was raised in the day of rest, which is uh, Sabbath, and he entered the synagogue according to his uh, custom. And he rose and read the book of Isaiah. Is one that I already mentioned that. And what day of the week do you keep for for your father in heaven, Elvi? Ash, Ash, seventh day. The seventh day. The seventh day. The the commandments is the seventh day. Every everything is around this the seventh day on Yom Shabbat. We keep Yom Shabbat because that's the day of the congregation. We dedicate Sunday for our families and the rest of the week to do our work, to support our family and to study and to do whatever we we need to do. But Saturday is the holy day, is the day that he separated for to rest. Mm. And how do we know that is Saturday the seventh day? Because the moon the moon rotates around the earth and it makes one full rotation one full rotation makes it in 28 days that full rotation around the earth you divide by 4 and they come 4 weeks and the 7th day of the week according to the to the rotation of the moon it becomes saturday if you also remember in exodus 31:13 the children of israel shall keep yom shabbat and observe it throughout their generations as an everlasting covenant. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days, Adoshem made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day he ceased from work and rested. That's the, the scriptural support for us to keep the Yom Shabbat the seventh day of the week, which is Saturday. Unfortunately, many believers had switched to Sunday. Sunday is the day dedicated to worship the sun. That's the reason they call it Sunday. We don't worship the sun. We don't worship the moon. We don't worship the stars. We don't worship anything but the creator of the heavens and the earth. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Now, when do you start keep, keeping the Shabbat? Isn't it uh, uh, Friday afternoon? Friday, strictly speaking, Shabbat begins when the sun sets on Friday. On the summertime sets later, and the wintertime sets earlier. The, the, the days in the winter are shorter than in the summer. So the, the Shabbat begins when the, the sun sets. At that point, we lit two candles, candle lights. The first light is the light of Yeshua, who is the light of the world. And the second light is his light reflected by us. We represent the second candlestick because we are also the light of the world. When we reflect, just as the moon reflects the, this, the light of the sun, we as believers reflect the light of Yeshua, and it begins at sundown on Friday night, and it finishes 
at sundown on Saturday night. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. It makes it clear. And also on the millennium, people will also have to keep the, the Shabbat. And, yes. and I, I'm going to prove that from, out of the book of Isaiah to the people when I bring bring my Bible study out of the Shabbat, about the Shabbat, and, and how to keep the Shabbat, how to Yeshua kept it without breaking it. Like some, because a lot of teaching in the Christian churches are that, that Jesus uh, went away with the Shabbat, and he didn't even keep it himself. But that's not that's not what he did. He did keep he did keep the Saturday, okay. And he actually kept it in love, the way God wants us to keep His word, His commandment in love. Amen. And so, I will I will teach the people that I will bring a Bible study in regard to that. And I know it will be a blessing. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. That's right. Yom Shabbat is a day to to keep for for to thank to worship, but you can eat on Shabbat. You can sustain your body. You can save a life on Shabbat. If yes. a donkey or an ox falls, you have to to help him to come out. What yes. you are not allowed is to work for profit. You are not allowed to do things for your own gain, because yes. it is the day of rest for him. But you are allowed to do the actions to support you, like like the apostles. They were eating; they were not yeah. working when they were picking yeah. up the the uh, the. Uh, I grain. don't remember. It was grain. It was I don't know. It was uh, barley or it was uh, yeah. uh, wheat. Yeah. But they were eating. They were not working for for profit. Mm. They were just eating, and that's yeah. not work, right. He also healed the sick on the on the, on the Sabbath. That's right. That's what. And the answer to the Pharisees at that time was that the life should be saved regardless of what day of the week is. See? Mm, amen. And Jews amen. prosper because they obey the commandments and and do their offerings and tithes and respect and keep the Sabbath. Amen. Amen. That that is so good. And so. When Yeshua said that his father, uh, his father worked until until that day, I mean God will still heal someone. God will still save someone on Shabbat. He is oh, not yeah. going to reject anybody. To save you know? somebody's life should not be considered work. It's mm-hmm. a duty that you have to do. Mercy and love and practice his love every day, including. Yom Shabbat. Uh, the misconception in the Christian uh, belief is that uh, uh, they say that uh, Yeshua rose from the dead on Sunday. Mm. And it is clear to me that they are not familiar with the Jewish calendar. The Hebrew calendar, according to the real history of what happened, Yeshua celebrated the last the last Pesach, the last Passover meal with his disciples on Friday night. He was arrested on Friday night, and he was tried and convicted and sentenced to die on Saturday. And Sunday morning, the beginning of his his sacrifice took place outside Jerusalem. By three, four o'clock in the afternoon, he was dead. He was brought down from the from the uh, tree from the tree, and he was buried. And that afternoon, 
That afternoon begins the counting of three days and three nights. From Sunday afternoon to Monday afternoon is one night and one day. From Tuesday afternoon is two days and two nights. And Wednesday afternoon, three days and three nights. He rose on Wednesday. The, the, the manipulation of the Greek, the Greek manuscript of the New Testament took place at that point for them to change and cancel Shabbat to Sunday. But we have, we Jews have the calendar of the Pesach or Passover or every year. Yeshua was uh, 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 sacrificed on the year 26 of the Common Era. They call it the Christian Era. Today, the year 26. 26, if you check the calendar of the year 26, Passover begins on Friday night. In the Friday afternoon, Friday night ends the supper, the dinner of the of the Lamb, and uh, Yeshua rose on Wednesday, on Wednesday afternoon, because in the afternoon, the full three days and three nights uh, end. And the first appearance to his disciples were two of his disciples were walking from Jerusalem to, to Emmaus. Do you remember the story? Yes. That was the fir- first appearance. The, that Wednesday afternoon was the first day of his 40 days of appearances. And uh, it was clearly sh- proved that he rose on Wednesday. So the argument of uh, saying that Sunday is, is his day because he rose on Sunday, that's a lie that is not supported by history. Yeshua died, rose, and ascended to heaven on the year 26 of the Common Era. We are in the year 2013 of the Common Era. On the year 26, this all happened. Praise God. Praise the Lord. And I hope our other, other knowledge brings us together more and more. Because uh, the union will come through the knowledge of Yeshua. He He is our union. And He is going to bring us together for sure. And Yeshua is going to keep appearing to many more people. Because He, he showed me a few years ago that He would, in these last days, will come to appear more and more to His people. And, and it's, it's going to be so awesome. Um, Wednesday we're going to have a great program. In regard to this, and I will explain to you what Yeshua explained to me this morning in prayer while I was talking to him. He will be appearing to more people, more congregation, and more people will see him. And there will be time when people will literally see him in the congregation. Right now, few people are just seeing him, but more and more and more will continue to see him. And I will tell you why on Wednesday, as I bring the Bible study right out of the Word of God, so there will be no doubt from people or unbelief. So I will go into the Word, and then I will explain. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, what Yeshua was explaining to me this morning. It's very important that we understand what the Word of God says. Amen. And He has promised that He will appear to us in His Word. And so I will bring those Bible verses uh, on Wednesday, and I will share... What he revealed to me, he did share with me that there will be an invasion to the United States. Uh, he showed me this morning there will be an invasion. And so that's something that he's been showing to some other people, and I didn't have the information. 
And so I was waiting on him to to, conf- to confirm to me what he has been saying, to show me, so I can come here and tell the people uh, what what uh, he he is uh, showing his people, because I know there's a lot of people with a lot of questions, but for sure, his coming, you know, his coming is, is closer than what we think. My brother and my brothers and sister, Yeshua is coming for his bride, and he is closer than what we think. The rapture is a reality. What can you say about the rapture, Ismael? <clears throat> he he just left for a second. He'll be right back. Um, he we um, in in our congregation, Samuel Samuel really tells us all to be ready. To be ready is something that we should do each and every day. It's repenting. It's making sure that our, our, our robes are without spot and without blemish because we need to be ready. People say he's coming and then other people say it's not true. We say you be ready every day. We, we have to have, like our sister was sharing, the lamps, the oil in the lamps. And Yeshua said some in the congregation do not have oil in their lamps. So this is something Samuel constantly talks about. We must be ready for the rapture. Yes, we believe the rapture is close. We don't know. We haven't heard. Sister Alicia knows that we have to be prepared. Abba Father has told her to tell us, just as Samuel saying, we must be prepared for the rapture. It could happen. It could happen any day. It could happen next year. But we will be ready. We continue to talk holiness and separation from the world. It's so important to watch what your children are looking at on television. Our children here sometimes are rebellious and the parents let them sit in front of the television. There's so much contamination coming through the television set and harming the spiritual life of our children. And so we teach the families, they must separate themselves from the world, and the world is trying to pull them more. The young people are so under attack, those that have to go to school. It's so hard, I think, to be a young man or woman in this day, you know, to be truly and dedicate your life to Yeshua and be separated from all that junk that hits them every single day. And now, because of the technology of telephone and, and um, <clears throat> all the messages and uh, chat and tweets, they can become so contaminated and their parents don't even know what's happening. So, yes, um, Magid Samuel, we call him Magid, we do not agree with people calling messianic leaders a rabbi. There's only one rabbi. It's our Yeshua. And we call him Magid, which means he Teacher. who brings teaching. Teacher. Here he is now, so um, he'll continue. Elvi, take this moment to ask as many questions as you want. Here he is again. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, Elvi, ask me questions, please. Amen. Yes. <laughs> we are we are speaking about the rapture and and how how the people for the people to be prepared for for Yeshua coming. 
sure. We have to be prepared every day. We cannot wait till tomorrow to start preparations. We have to be ready every second. He could come in this minute. And somebody, I don't think, who will end up, uh, uh, who will finish your program, Elby, because you and I, with Sister Alicia and Trisha, will go. Hallelujah. We are certain that we will go. Thank you. Sure. We will go in the first in the first rapture. I don't know how many rapture will be because I I, I don't have that information, but mm -hmm. I want to go in the first, and we will meet in the way to heaven. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. That's it. That's it. We want to go home to be with Him until He He's impressed on me this morning that the, the His coming is very close. We don't have much time. Amen. But he, yes. he ha has been speaking about the revival. What, have have he been speaking about the revival to you, Ishmael? Yes, and uh, a great revival also will come because first the revival and then the the rapture. Yes. It sounds like Ishmael. So, oh, oh uh, Trisha is pointing out that uh, I should. Um, uh, make clear that my name in, in Hebrew is Shmuel. Shmuel. Shmuel, okay. Shmuel. Uh, but they, they call me Sam, Samuel. In the States, they call me Sam. In Mexico, they call me Samuel. Okay. But it, it's, it's shortened. Anyway, uh, we have to be ready, and uh, we agree with your teaching, because your teaching is opening the eyes of many people and many of your listeners. Mm -hmm. Evil and the and the uh, uh, demons are alien the alien agenda is scary. Yes. The only protection <laughs> we have against them is to be in holiness and to be in direct connection with our Father in heaven through His praying, praying, worship, praying, worship, and reading the scriptures. You have to constantly be being. Uh, uh, fed by his word, being and rebuilding your spiritual life, reading and yeah. and worshiping, and that's all. And we love your teachings because every time, every time you say Alleluia, Alleluia, <laughs> Alleluia, this should be our way of life. Alleluia, Alleluia comes from from four three words. Alel, it's worship. Allelu, let's worship. And Yah is the abbreviation of his four Hebrew letters of his name. Alleluia is to worship Adonai. And the word Jew comes from the name of Judah. When Judah was born, his mother said, This time I shall, I shall praise. See? Genesis. Mm. Do you remember what she said? I shall praise the, our Father in heaven. I shall praise Him. And so, when you see, when you praise your Father in heaven, that defines you as a Jew. You are Jewish, and you didn't know because the root yeah. of 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 Judah means praise Him. When you praise Him, you say. Just read what it says in 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 chapter twenty nine, verse Genesis. thirty thirty four. Of Genesis. Genesis 
Genesis chapter 29, verse 35. And she conceived again and bare a son. And she said, Now I will praise Adonai. Mm -hmm. Therefore she called his name Jehura and left bearing. That's right. Uh, somebody wrote it here in front of me. Oh, you wrote it. <laughs> That's it. So, so who do you praise? So that yeah. makes you Jewish. You are a Jew. And now, who follow? Whose instruction? Whose teachings do you to follow? You mean Yeshua, Yeshua, the Messiah. Yes. So that makes you a Messianic Jew. Yes. By the mission. And and now it's important that I want to share this with you. If you like it's important. The holiness of his name is to the extreme. Holy that's the reason in Hebrew is repeated three times. Holy, holy, holy. See? Holy is his name. Yes. His yes. name in in Hebrew it's written with four consonants. Four Hebrew consonants. These four Hebrew consonants cannot be read in one word. That's the wisdom of our Father in Heaven. So his name is so, so holy that impure lips, like our lips that have not been purified and glorified in the body that we are going to be given later, see, we cannot pronounce, even if we knew how to, we don't know what vowels join those those consonants. It could be A, B, A, E, I. We don't know. That's in the wisdom of our heaven in heaven. I'm not going to let them know how my name is pronounced because if they don't have holy lips, they will drop dead because on holy lips cannot pronounce a holy name. It would be a contradiction of, of the situation. How can my impure lips can pronounce his name? No, I don't dare. That's the reason why the Jew, when it comes to those four Hebrew letters, instead of trying to pronounce uh, each one with, uh, with an invented vowel, we say Adonai. And that's the way it has been said from the time of Moses till today. From the time of Moses, we say Adonai. Adonai is one. And the Shema, the, the, the first confession of faith of a Jew, is Hear of Israel, Adonai your Elohim, Adonai is one. Adonai, that's right. And it's spelled with a Y at the end. Because the Y at the end is, is equivalent to Yud, the same letter of the first four Hebrew consonants. Now, I see in, in my screen that I uh, perfect. Now, change the W, change it for a V, V as in Victor. Because the Hebrew letter is called Vav. Vav is V-A-V. If you change it to Y, right. Now, each one of those four letters have a meaning. The first Y is Yeshua. The H, Amashiach, the the anointed one. And then V, Veruach, and then H, Akodesh. The four Hebrew letters means Savior, the anointed, anointed one, 
and the Holy Spirit. Yeah? That's exactly what the meaning of the four Hebrew letters is Yeshua, Hamashiach, Beruach, Arkodesh. That's the reason why his name is above all names. And it's so holy that nobody knows how to pronounce it. And in this way, our merciful Father spare his life and it does not drop dead trying to pronounce it. Right? Now, the ones who proclaim another name, they are inventing things because uh, this is another, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a sect or religion or whatever, the, the witness, the, the witness of Russell proclaimed that his name is starting with a J. Letter J is not invented in the English and the Spanish language, not until the end of the 17th century. Before that, there was no J. You can, you can read the Shakespeare uh, 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 novels or books, and there was no J. In Spanish, J appeared in the Spanish uh, alphabet until late 17th century. Therefore, any word started with J is new, and he cannot have a new name. Can you imagine our eternal father has a new name? No, he has it's the same yesterday and today and tomorrow. His name is Adonai, Y-H-V-H. Is Yud A Vav A. That's the that's the real name of our pattern in heaven. Okay, this is. It says Alan Tushet is writing. I can see it on my screen in here. All right. Don't talk about that. Blessings to my brother, and I want him to pray, and the Ruach Hakodesh will lead him into holiness and holy, complete respect of his name. Yeah? So we are going to be very respectful of his name and follow yes, the, yes. the example of Yeshua. Yeshua in Mark 12, verse 29, he said, he repeated what Deuteronomy 6, 4 is written. Hear, O Israel, Adonai, our Elohim, Adonai is one. Since his name is holy, instead of trying to pronounce to pronounce the four Hebrew letters, we say Adonai. That if you want really to respect his name and to and to wait until one day he is going to be one and his name one, according to the prophecy of Zechariah. When we get to heaven and our lips are going to be purified and glorify our body, we will be able and we will know how to pronounce his holy, holy, holy name. Hallelujah. Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Perfect. Now, can you can you tell us a little about about Yeshua? Um, um, because um, we know that Yeshua is the only way to the Father, as he said it in John fourteen six. Yes. And uh, in in there's been so much confusion up there about Yeshua. He did say that his Father was greater than he, for sure. And yes. Just a, 
And, and uh, by the way, that's another uh, doctrine that uh, man has shown. He is not three, he is one. Yeshua, Yeshua had the chance to say we are three. But when he was asked, he said, the Father and I are one. He is the manifestation in the flesh to allow him to spill his blood for our salvation. And that's the reason he took the form of a man. Because only a, a material form can, can uh, spill blood. The spirit cannot, does not have blood. So he took the, the shape of a man so that his blood would be the salvation of our, of our souls. And do you remember back in the 1993, 94, 95, the Bible codes were discovered. The Bible codes were designed to prove that our Father in Heaven is in control of the past, the present, and the future. The holy codes in the Bible were discovered in Israel with a special program in, in the computer to allow this, these codes to be open. And this is the proof that he controls also the future. And these codes are allowed to be read when you have this program, you were to go to Israel with these rabbis who have the, the program to investigate many, many things in the Bible, they, they placed the entire chapter 53 of Isaiah when Isaiah prophesies about the suffering Messiah. In verses 9, 10, 11, there is a secret code with two Hebrew words. It says clearly, Yeshua Shemi, which means my name is Yeshua. Mm. Isaiah Amen. never knew the name Yeshua because if he had known it, he would have written. Besides, uh, Isaiah, like any other one uh, uh, book in the Bible, they did not write themselves. They were given the inspiration by the Holy Spirit to write as they were dictated. They were only the instrument to put it in paper and, and with ink and paper. But they did not tell what they wanted to say. It was given to them, and they were faithful, and they were, they were uh, exact to every letter, to the order of every letter, the order of every word. And this way, we, can, we have found already 40 times in the Bible the name of Yeshua, Yeshua Amashiach. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's amazing how these Bible codes work. Uh, you, you, there are books written already by reporters. By, by, uh, there is a, a New Yorker reporter called Michael Drosden. He wrote about the Bible codes. He went to, to, from New York to Jerusalem to interview the, the discoverers of these of this, uh, Bible codes and they were able to prove that these codes were written from the time of Moses all throughout the Bible. The 70 books of the Bible are the complete word of our Father in Heaven. 
people are teaching that there are 66 books. There are 70 books. If you count them well, go to the to what they call the Book of Psalms. The Book of Psalms is not one book. It's five books. Mm-hmm. Check Psalm 1.1. It says Book 1. Check one, uh, Psalm 107. It says Book 5. There are five books. They, they only counted by one book. And they are missing four. 66 and four makes 70. 70 means perfection and holiness. His word is perfect and is holy. Right? It cannot be 66 books. Six is the number of man. His word is perfect. 70 books you have always had in your Bible. Go to Psalm... And where are, where are all, the, all the other the other books? If you if you have your Bible in front of you, go Psalm 1-1. And begins with book one. You, then you go to Psalm one oh seven and it begins with the with the line saying book five. Okay. Psalms are five. Mm-hmm. Samuel okay. are two. Kings mm-hmm. are two. Chronicles are two. Not because it has the same name is the same book. It's Chronicles mm-hmm. one, Chronicles two. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So if you if you have a, a a Bible translated properly, you sell book one before you start with Psalm one one, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There you have the five books, and and since everybody counts Psalms by one, that's why they have sixty six. But if they were to count the books that it says books, Psalms is five books. One o seven Psalm one o seven. Psalm 42 is where book 2 begins and so on and so forth 107 is where the the book number 5 begins in Psalms we have 150 Psalms 150 Psalms divided by 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 5 books if you open Psalm 73 is book book number 3 107 So we have 70 books. His word is perfect and his word is holy. So Yeshua is his name. All of some, some people have made up names for our Savior. Those, are, those made up names are not supported by the Bible codes and by the tradition that we have had since the time of Yeshua. Yeshua was born in the year 7 before the common era. Herod the Great died on the year 4, the common era. Three years after the birth of Yeshua, Herod the King died. And when he died, the angel appeared to Joseph and Miriam in Egypt and says, return to Israel, not to Palestine. If you read the Bible, he returned to Israel. He did not return to Palestine. Right now, the other thing we should be very careful. See, Palestine is the English word for the land of Philistines, yeah? and as a as a curse from the Roman Empire over the Jews in the year 135 of the Common Era, see, the already mm-hmm. up to the beginning of the the second uh, century, the Romans 
cursed the Jews by changing their name of Israel into Palestine. They call it in Latin Philistia. Philistia means the land of the Philistines. They were, the, the name became the land of the Philistines, but there were no Philistines to populate that land because the Jews were expelled and, and massacred, the ones who, who dared to stay. And from that year, 135 common era, till after the Second World, the entire land of the Jews were, was called Palestine. Yeshua, when Yeshua lived, there was no Palestine. He never said in Palestine, uh, and not in Palestine have seen such faith. He said, not in the entire country of Israel have seen such faith. You remember the centurion who who had faith and asked, asked uh, Yeshua to to heal his servant? Yes. He said, and you don't have to go to see my servant. Just say the word and he will be healed. And he said, in all Israel I have seen never, such faith. He didn't say in entire Palestine I've seen such faith. Hallelujah. Palestine means the land of the Philistines. And Israel has never been the land of the Philistines. There were certain areas where Gaza Strip is. There were five cities of the Philistines. They, were, they lived there. But the entire land was the land of Canaan. The land of Canaan became the promised land where the Jews went after leaving the Egypt. So those Bibles who said Palestine in the time in the time of of, uh, of Yeshua are wrong. Yeshua did not live in Palestine, much less was born in Palestine. He was born in Israel in the little town called, called Bethlehem. He was born in Bethlehem. And when he was born in Bethlehem, the English language did not exist. Therefore, they could not give an English name to that newly born and call him Jesus. Jesus is in English. How can they give an English name to a child that is born before the English language appear? How can give that newly born the name of Jesus? He was not born in Mexico. Spain did not even exist, much less in Spanish language. So the name Jesus was invented at the end of the 17th century. Then the letter J appears, and many words with J began to appear in different languages. But in Hebrew, he was not Mexican, he was not American. We should respect his Hebrew name, because there is no other name given to men under this the heavens in which name we can be saved. That's what Romans 10 verse 9 clearly states that he who confess with his lips that Yeshua Mashiach is Adonai and believes in his heart that Elohim raised him from the dead shall be saved. That is the scripture, the pure scripture without the influence of, of a pagan language like Greek is. So, so mm -hmm. either we... Listen, this uh, is this true, but he does hear us. Of course we hear. He hears us. <laughs> you know, and the, the pastors tell me, well, they have been healed in, in this name. I said, yes, 
not because of the name you said, but because of the mercy of your Father in heaven, which is greater than, than your ignorance. Your ignorance is overseen by our Father because He knows that you don't know. Yeshua, before He died, He said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. They were forgiven because of their ignorance. That's what they salvation. The, the same thing, right? So we have to learn, and according to the second letter of Peter, chapter three, eighteen, we have to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of Yeshua Mashiach. To grow in the knowledge is to continue studying and to keep growing in the spirit. We have to keep growing. We cannot remain dwarfs in the spirit. We have to to keep studying the Bible, worshiping, and praying. Not because you pray yesterday. You say, well, I already prayed yesterday. Or pray five minutes. No, you have to keep praying. Praying, praying. Learning more about Yeshua. Learning more about the Bible. Learning what's the true in, in the Hebrew language. And if you don't have the time to study the entire Hebrew language, at least you should know your Hebrew roots, because if you take away the Hebrew roots of the of the tree, any tree will die if you take the roots away. Amen. So right? you, you believe you believe that the name we're going to receive in heaven are in Hebrew too. We are going to receive a little pebble, a white pebble, a little no. uh, stone, right, with mm-hmm. a written there, right? Mm-hmm. A new name will be given. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what my name will be, but whatever mm-hmm. name I receive, as long as I get my little pebble and rock <laughs> and stone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be happy with a pebble. <laughs> okay. Now, but do you I, believe you believe that name will be in Hebrew too? The only language that was made by our Creator is Hebrew. Yes. Because in Hebrew, He said. Let it be light. He did not say it in English mm-hmm. or in mm-hmm. Russian mm-hmm. or any man-made language. He made Hebrew as the tool for his creation. Mm-hmm. And he was able to say, grow, let it be, that uh, this is, and, 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 and let, the, let the water separate from there. Just by his word. Everything was, was made by his word. Only mm-hmm. man was made with his own hands. Do you know that only in the Hebrew language you can learn that? Mm. If you go to chapter 2, verse 7, mm. it is written in Hebrew. Vayetzer Adonai Elohim et Adam. And Adonai Elohim created man. And when he says, and form, and Elohim form man, by Yetzer, you clearly see a double Yud, Yud Yud, the same Yud that appears in the name of the holy name of our Father in heaven. That Yud it also means Yad. Yad in Hebrew is hand, and you see two hands. By Yetzer has two letter Yud, hand hand. His right hand is his left hand, and with both hands he created he four men. He, what the material that he took to create man? 
was the earth. Right? In Hebrew, earth is Adama. And from Adama, he created Adam. That's the reason his name is Adam, because he came from Adama, from earth. So, uh, literally speaking, Adam means earthly. Mm-hmm. Because earth, earth. So from earth comes earthly. And earthly, earthly in Hebrew is Adam. Ben Adam is the son of man. Ben Adam. And Yeshua Mashiach is also called Ben Adam. The mm-hmm. son of man. Is the only creature that has both essence. The divine essence and the human essence. Yes. Because he is our Father in heaven in the flesh. And when he was born, here is another thing that uh, I don't understand. In Hebrew says that when the, when the angel said to Virgin uh, Mary. Miriam and Joseph, and you shall call his name Yeshua because he shall save his people from his sins, from their sins. And when Yeshua is born, then our Father in heaven will live with us. He will be with us. In Hebrew say, Immanuel, Immanuel Elohim, con nosotros, with us, Elohim. Immanuel is not a name, it's a fact that describes what would happen when Yeshua is born. When Yeshua is born, then Elohim will live with us. Immanuel, con nosotros. With us, Elohim, He will be with us. Elohim will be with us in the flesh, in the in 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 blood and flesh of Yeshua. So Emmanuel is not a name; it's the description of the fact that as soon as Yeshua is born, then Elohim is with us. Amen. Amen. There Amen. are so many so many revelations in in Hebrew. Yes. Yes, I love Hebrew. It's really the true language. Let me tell you that when I was in heaven and one of the uh, when uh, Yeshua took me up there, um, I heard them saying, "Worship the God of Israel." They say, "Israel." Yes. So they say when I heard the redeeming angel say, "Israel," it, it caught my attention because you don't hear that down here on earth saying uh, mentioning Israel. You you, yeah. you you hear the people of the the how they worship God in their own way down here, but they don't say the God of Israel, like it should be said. He is he he, he identifies himself like uh, to Moses, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's right. When 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 Moses asked our Father in heaven, if they ask me who sent me to them. What am I going to answer? Right? The answer was translated literally into into many languages. Into English was translated, I'm the one who who is. Do you remember that translation? Mm. I'm the one. I'm the, I am that I am. Yeah. That's a literal translation of an idiomatic expression. When you speak one or two languages, or at least two languages, you have to learn the idiomatic expressions of each language in order to translate properly into another language. Mm-hmm. In English, you say, you are pulling my leg. 
But in Spanish, we don't say, me estás jalando la pierna, because it means nothing. Mm. You have to translate, you are pulling my leg with another idiomatic translation as, me estás tomando el pelo. Mm. That's, that's a proper translation. You have to translate one idiomatic expression with another idiomatic expression, because if you translate literally, word by word, does not have any meaning. Right? Yeah. So in Hebrew, what it says, is an idiomatic translation that should be translated, I am the eternal essence, I am the eternal one. Literally speaking, we said, I am that I am. Yes, but you have to, to not to translate literally, you have to translate the, the entire uh, concept. Concept translated with another concept to make sense in another language. Then, mm. one thing that we should keep clear, that there is one commandment that we very often uh, forget. Exodus 23, 13. LV, if you want to open your Bible, Exodus 23, 13. It says, And in all things, that I have said unto you, be circumspect and make no mention of the name of other gods, neither let it be heard out of thy mouth. So He's so jealous, our Father in heaven, that he doesn't want nor Elvie, nor Alicia, nor Samuel, no one to place the name of of false gods into our lips, into our our mouths. Mm. We should refrain from doing so because it's a commandment. Okay? Neither let it be heard out of thy mouth. Okay? Mm. Pay attention to everything I said to you. Do not invoke the names of other gods or even let them be heard crossing your lips. And here we are, not knowing, reading in English, right? Mm. The creator of, uh, in English says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. And then you read the Spanish, in the beginning, Dios creó los cielos y la tierra. And then you take the Greek Bible, it says, in the beginning, Zeus created heavens and earth. And everyone puts an, a, a false god into his place, right? You cannot mm. say that. Okay? He says, in Psalm 16:4, their sorrows shall be multiplied that hasten, hasten hasten after another god. They drink offerings of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names into thy lips. We, he's so jealous, and you know that it'll be because you have had a, a, an experience that nobody has had you have been blessed so tremendously, and for you to be a witness and a false witness is a great, great danger of losing uh, our lives. So we cannot be false witnesses. We have to be true witnesses. And of the holiness of his name, to the degree that not even the names of all the gods we shall place in our, our mouth. Right? Yes. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, yes. Jesus. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. So, the, the Elohim of Abraham, the Elohim of Isaac, the Elohim of Jacob, his name is Adonai. And that is the name that shall be known forever and ever. Look how important his name is. Go to Isaiah 46, verse 5. Isaiah 46, 5. In, and we are going to realize how important it is for us to pay attention. Isaiah 46, 5. Okay? To whom will you liken me and equate me? That's a very important question. See? With whom will you compare me as if we were similar? Hallelujah. And the answer is, we have to give an honest answer. Father in heaven, the English translator, in Genesis 1-1, they are comparing you with God. The Spanish translators are comparing you with Dios. The, the, the German translators are comparing you with God. The, the Greek, they compare you with, with Zeus. The, the French, with you. The Italians, with you. And, and every culture compares you with the local deity. This is very dangerous. We cannot compare him. We cannot make him similar to anything or anybody. Therefore, we cannot make nor compare Yeshua with any other name, with any other thing. Yeshua is Yeshua. If you don't know, brother, you should learn. You better learn. Because the holiness should be brought uh, to the utmost degree in respect. That's the reason why there is commandment. It says, Thou shalt not take the name of Adonai, your Elohim, in vain, for he shall not... Okay, what it says? He shall not... Uh, take... Innocent, the one who takes his name in vain. So, I'm glad you gave this this two the two versions that it says exactly the same. We cannot compare him with anything and with anybody. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph come. Good. All right. Now, you cannot. When you do not know and you are ignorant and you are not a new creature, there are many faults that we had. That we are or, or innocent. Well, you don't know. See? You have to grow in the knowledge of Yeshua. You have to know his true name. You have to know that he was not Mexican or American. You have to know that he was not born in China. Therefore, he does not have nor a Chinese, nor an English, nor a Spanish name. He was Hebrew. He was Jewish. And he had a Hebrew name. And part of the respect that we, we owe to him is to respect his name and do not compare him with anybody else. Do not make him similar to anybody else. Do not make him equal to anything or anybody else. That's the re- utmost respect that you owe to him. If you tell me your name is Elvi, I have to, to respect that. Your name is Elvi. My name is Samuel. So... Somebody is telling me that we are coming to a to a to a live end. 
Right? <laughs> what do you think, Elvie? We love you, Elvie. We hope oh, to see thank you. you. Make, make some comments, Elvie. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, thank you, you very much for the, for the knowledge that you're bringing us out of the work of, of, of Jabe. Uh, not Jabe, but Jabe. Huh? Adonai. 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 Yeah, that's the you go to Israel, they won't appreciate you saying that. You okay, need to use words by you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Adonai. And so, because it's a good knowledge for us to practice, because the best thing to do is to practice, because we are so common to, to say uh, uh, so many names, and so we have to get those words out of our vocabulary, get it out, and, and just say Adonai or Yeshua and believe. You know, I don't I don't want people who say Jesus to be offended. You know, I, what no, I brother... We, we don't either. We don't either, LB. It's just uh, yeah. I think we have to grow in grace and understanding. And um, yeah. that's his name. It was his name from the beginning when Miriam looked upon his face. She said Yeshua to him. He did not grow up with another name. However, like Samuel was teaching a, a while ago, uh, people who use that name, sure, he, he honors it if they don't know. If they don't know, but again, I think we need to grow, all of us. His name is, a, it means um, Savior, Yeshua. The other name doesn't mean that. We can walk down the street like my husband says to many people, and you can shout the name, Jesus, and you'll have 30 or 40 people turn around. <laughs> so we think, right? You know that. <laughs> so we think that our Savior really deserves to be called um by his real name, for that reason. Yes, yes, and I, I would like to, I would really like to uh, bring uh, uh, Samuel one more, uh, again to the Lord Tower, if it's possible ne- next Monday, if he's available. Hallelujah! You can, you can let me know. <laughs> oh, Elvie, you're a glutton for punishment. Amen. Because we, <laughs> we we want to continue to to learn more, and we know there's a lot of. A lot of topics we were not we were not able to cover today. I thought two hours would have been enough, but there's still more. And so I know uh, pe- people would like to continue to learn. Amen. And because he has great wide knowledge of the Word of, of God, we want him to to, uh, to come. Well, Amen. they're inviting you for next Monday. Before uh, Samuel does want to do the ironic blessing in Hebrew, if you allow him. Yes, please. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll say goodbye with a with a blessing that uh, Adoshem taught Moshe to teach the Aaron to bless Israel. We we close our eyes and we pronounce this blessing with a great respect. It, it is written in the book of uh, Numbers, chapter six, from twenty. Forward, and he says, "Thou shalt teach Aaron to bless with these words, my people of Israel." Yevarecha Adonai, Yevarecha Adonai, Yevarecha Adonai veishmerecha, Yaer Adonai panavelecha vichunecha, Isa Adonai panavelecha. Bella Shalom.
Blessed art thou, King of the universe, you who created heaven and earth. We love you, all of you. We pray that you're all blessed. Shalom, shalom, Elvi. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Asaba and your wife and everyone. Is, is it shalom. next Monday? We'll see, we'll see you Sunday. Monday. 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 <laughs> Monday. <laughs> no. Okay. Shalom. Thank you so shalom, much. Shalom. Thank okay. you so okay. much. Bye. Okay, shalom everyone. Hope that you enjoy the program. It has been a great blessing to us.
Because he is God of Shalom. Hallelujah. And he wants us to walk in Shalom. For sure. That's why I love to say Shalom to the people. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because God, Jesus always says Shalom to his brethren, to his disciples. And so we should also say Shalom to one another. Hallelujah. Because there's so much, there's so much things that, that can disturb people. Hallelujah. In this world that we live right now, that we have to confess Shalom. Because as you say Shalom, to other people, the peace of the Lord come, hallelujah, to the life, for sure, hallelujah. And so again, let me move on now. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And so then Pharaoh goes on, sharing the dream he had with Joseph, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And in verse, hallelujah, let me see, where Joseph said it was the same dream, that it was, that the Pharaoh had the same dream for sure, Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Uh, please bear with me, hallelujah. Uh, verse 26, and uh, the seven good cows in seven years, and the seven good e uh, uh, ears are seven years. Uh, the dream are one, said Joseph. Here it is, verse 26. So Joseph said that the two dreams that, that Pharaoh had were, were one. And so the dream that I had was this, Okay. In the dream that I have of this invasion that is coming to the United States, I see, I see that, that, praise Jesus, hallelujah, I see this soldier coming from other land. I knew they, they were not from the United States, okay? And, and, and I seen the soldier that had come with a plan with someone here in the government, okay? And someone here in the government is part, it's going to become part of this plan. Okay, somehow our government is divided. And we, we know this for a while already. We know that our government is divided. We know that state wants to divide themselves from the, from, from the, from the union. They want to divide themselves like Texas. We know that already. This is all news. Hallelujah. And so they state think that they can sustain themselves like Texas and they don't want to be part of the union anymore. But praise God. Hallelujah. And so some state just, just wants to divide themselves from the United States, from the State of the Union. And some, some state has said it, that they, they don't want to be part anymore. And God has shown uh, his prophet that the United States will be divided. Amen. So when when I heard all these prophecies, I did not comment on them. I heard them. I played on the Lord's Tower. And I didn't make no comment because the Lord had not given me a word for them yet. Amen. So I said, you know, I know what the Lord has shown me, and that's what I share with the people again. I told the people I don't want to give anything the Lord has not given me. But what the Lord has given me is what I'm going to share with people. And so I seen the soldier here in the United States from, from and what I had in mind was Russia. Hallelujah. Uh, okay. I, I seen that could be Sister Wolitsky. That could be true. I, the, what I had in mind was a soldier from Russia. Okay. And somehow um, these these. Someone in government and power who has a lot of authority in the in some of the army, I'm gonna follow him with whatever he says. But it's not Obama; it's someone else. Okay, and, and he is with Russia. And so when Russia decides to invade the United States, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. When Russia decides to come against the United States, invade the United States, with what the Lord has shown me, this person here in the United States. Uh, part of the army will follow him, for sure, will listen to him, 
okay? And he will be part of this invasion here in the United States. And so I was looking at, that was the first part of, the first vision in the same dream. It was two visions in the same dream the Lord was giving, just like Pharaoh had. He has two visions and those two dreams in the same dream. And the right one following the other, uh, one another. Hallelujah. And so, uh, and so in the, in the first dream, I saw them, the plan that they had, their secret plan that they had, now was was coming forward, was happening, okay, and they they were invading the United States, hallelujah, and and they have positioned themselves in places in the United States where they think they're going to be able to overcome this government real quick. It's a plan just to invade this nation and overcome it real quick, what I was seeing, my brothers and sisters, hallelujah, and I said, the Lord was showing me, hallelujah, as the Lord was showing me this, I was trying to look around, look at things that I could recognize. I was looking at the soldier, but again, I, I, I haven't seen the, the Russia army or the Marine, I, you know. I've seen on television, but not no one that I know. Amen. And so the only thing I know about Putin, President Putin, because he's on television. Hallelujah. But not much of them I know. And so I was seeing that invasion. And then so in that first vision, I seen the plan that someone in here inside the U.S. is part of their plan and all that. And then in the second vision the Lord gave me that follow in that same dream, okay, they they were already attacking the people. Their, their, their stronghold position in the United States, they already were going to, to uh, attacking the states. And the position in the state they had, they were already attacking. And it was all happening so fast. That it, it, they did a, they they're gonna do it so fast that when people look around, uh, they're just gonna see a change of government. Someone in government that uh, uh, that that is controlling the government already. That the government our government is following the orders, and so everything was happening real fast. They know if they do if they'll do something like that, they will have to do it real fast, unless they'll have the people come against them. Okay, and it was so fast that I was just looking at everything that was happening and looking at the soldier and how they were killing certain individuals in the Army or in the Marine that they knew was going to give them trouble. They were already killing them. They had this plan just to take them out real quick, and I was seeing them just dropping those people to the floor, shooting them on the head, and boom, 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 taking them out, and it was so dumb. But I seen all these soldiers, and the soldiers that I, that I looked up, I said, well, these are Russian. You know, I knew they were Russian. I said, my goodness, and it was a confirmation, a word that I heard from before, that this was coming, but I was not sure unless the Lord was going to come and reveal this to me. And the Lord says to me, in an audible voice on the last dream, and an invasion to America is coming. An invasion to America is coming. Now, there was something the Lord showed me, hallelujah, that, that led me to understand that be, before he showed me the second vision, there was something, uh, some event that he showed me, and it was the revival. The revival happened first. Okay, the revival and the transfer of wealth happened first, because the Lord went and showed this to me real quick, just to remind me that the, these things that, that the Lord has speaking of were going to happen quick, and they're going to happen first. And so they won't happen first. Now, 
there's, there's some part there that I don't I don't think I'm clear about it, which I will seek the Lord more in regard to it, because I don't know if this invasion is right in the beginning of the tribulation, Hallelujah, or right after the trumpet after the trumpet of the rapture sounds, because I knew it was after after the revival, but after the the the, the sound of the trumpet, I'm not a hundred percent about it. Some people may say because I heard someone also said that this is for the for the uh, tribulation right in the beginning of the tribulation, okay. But the Lord there told me that everything, uh, uh, His coming is very close, and that we will, we will be out of here soon. He made sure He told me that again, Amen. And so that's what I want to tell the people, my brothers and sisters. Our getting out of here is soon, because the Lord reminded me of that to tell the people that that our time have ran out, and God is going to get his people out of here soon. You know, I thought that God was going to give us more time in this revival than what we were thinking, but the Lord reminded me that this revival is going to happen quick. Everything that God is going to do in this revival, it's going to be boom, 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 boom. And he's going to do, uh, uh, praise Jesus, hallelujah, soon, hallelujah. And, and so that that's that's what I wanted to hear from the Lord for sure. Again, you know, I, when we get word from the Lord, if there are things we don't understand, we always go back to the Lord, and and I, you know, um, and I seek it out from Him for sure, just to make sure because I I don't want to give misinformation, and I know the Lord has been giving a lot of people different word, or oh, not different because it is, He talks about the rapture coming soon. And some people, the Lord has told them the revival is coming soon. But again, uh, uh, some people have told me that this revival will take years in the happening. But the Lord, the Lord has confirmed to me that everything will happen soon. Now, there is one question I had. Because the dream that Pharaoh had, okay, was a first seven-year dream. The first was seven years. The abundance was seven years. And the lack was seven years. And so then I said, wow, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, the first abundance was seven years. The second abundance was would, uh, was another seven years. So that makes it 14 years. Are we still going to be here 14 years? You know, I still had those questions. I still got those questions. Are we going to be here 14 years, Lord? Is that what God is saying to us? 14 more years? Are we going to just go to seven years of a revival? Okay, and then after the seven year things are gonna get worse, but we're still in the revival, hallelujah. And so, you know, I have that question right after the dream because it, although the Lord says to me everything will happen quick, I'm coming soon for my people. You know, but again, what is soon to God? And a lot of people has discussed this in in God's timing, regarding to God's timing, you know, what is soon to God? Because God a day is like a thousand years, the Bible said. Hallelujah. And so if God says to us, I'm coming in an hour, uh, uh, someone told me what an hour means. I think it was Sister Heaven. Sister Heaven, can you give me back uh, that timing that you say what an hour in God is compared to one day being a thousand years? Because that, you know, it really it makes you think about it. Because he first tells, he shows, he showed me this revelation like he gave Pharaoh the dreams. And in timing, if we go by the timing of Pharaoh's dream, we're seven years, and then another seven years, which makes it 14 years. And that really had me thinking. I'm like, 
Oh man, are we gonna be still be here 14 years from now? And so we hear timing with that. God has given people words of 2015. Amen. Now, uh, uh, I heard that the, the, the RFID ship will be affected in 2017. Something like that is what I heard. I'm not sure in regard to that day. <coughs> the RFID. But we also know that the RFID is for the tribulation. It's not for us. So that's another thing that makes us thinking. Okay? But, you know, uh, uh, the main sin will be revealed. Paul says, hallelujah, before... Uh, before the coming of the Lord, before the Lord comes for us, the man of sin will be revealed. And so we already know who the man of sin is. And so we still had a lot of people questioning whether it's, whether was it Hussein uh, or, or B or no. And some people, the Lord had confirmed to, to them that it's Hussein. I, 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 someone, I believe someone sent me a link of this brother who, who, who the Lord had confirmed to me that it's Hussein or B. Uh, the Antichrist for sure. And so, you know, a lot of people still have questions in regard to that. Uh, uh, the RFID was going, uh, yes, marching. Well, they did, they did approve it by the Senate in, by, back in March um, 2013, uh, Wolitski. They have not set the day when it will become public. But, yes, March March uh, 21st, I believe it was, it got a, the Senate approved it to the beast one and move in regard to that and all that. It just not went to the, it went it went on to the public that day. It did not went to the public that day, for sure. They're still working on that. Walmart is still working to get it out on their employees as soon as possible, and so uh, it's not mandatory yet. Hallelujah! And so that's I hear about some people say 2015. Then I heard supposedly that the bees said it in 2017 that the market of bees will be available for the public to be mandatory. That's 2017. But again, I don't think the the market of the beast, the RFID, has nothing to do with the bride of Christ. Our, our event is the rapture. That's our event, and the signs that the Lord has has the Lord has given me three signs before the rapture, which I've been speaking about these signs since last year. And one of them was the earthquake in California, uh, the tsunami in New York City, and the war in Israel. Now we also know. That the war in Israel can happen any day. Um, I don't know if you hear what uh, the president of Iran, together with the president of Syria, and I don't remember what other country it was, said that if the United States uh, w would attack Syria, they would attack Israel. Okay. He said that publicly to his own people. Okay. Now, Russia and China have said to, to Obama that they... Are, do not agree on attacking Syria. We also know that Russia has a lot of business in Syria. Okay, but Russia has said, President Putin has said that he do not agree that they should attack Syria. And so these also are the things that are happening, my brothers and sisters, in the news. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Now, the Lord Jesus has been speaking to me for two days. Okay, and he has been giving me some awesome revelation which I want to share, hallelujah. Thank you, heaven, for that. An hour with God is 41.66 years, just in case anyone wanted to know, and that's been calculated out of the one day is a thousand years. Is that right, heaven, sister heaven? Out of one day is a thousand years. So one hour will be 
41 years and 66. So it makes sense that the children of Israel uh, uh, spend one hour in the desert, 41, 40 plus years. Okay? They spend in the desert going in circle, going around. So you can either spend one one hour going crazy or 40 plus, 40 plus year going around in disobedience. It, it, you know, that's what God is practically saying to us. Amen. And so the Lord Jesus has been giving me this awesome revelation that I want to share tonight, which I know that uh, I'm not going to go too deep in the revelation. There are things that I know some people are not ready to hear yet. Uh, the things that I'm going to share tonight are the basic things that the Lord has revealed to me. But to a lot of people, they have not heard this in book, radio, or television, or the Internet, or Facebook, anywhere. The things that I'm going to share tonight, you have not heard them anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere. You might, heard, you might have heard some of the information, but not all the information that I'm going to share tonight, you're going to hear for the first time. Some people in your own life, you're going to hear it for the first time, and you can always go back to the Lord and ask Him for confirmation and all that for sure. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But I, I wanted to share this information, which has just been so awesome. And so I asked the Lord to please come this morning and minister to me and confirm it to me because He was sharing with me. Uh, 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 yesterday morning, he revealed me a few other things he wanted me to say. I said, Lord, will you, I said, will you come in prayer this morning? And he came and he stayed with me, uh, practically all day long. He been ministry, giving me strength. And, and, you know, I, I've been wondering whether should I go on the radio or not. And so the Lord went and touched my son Levi. And Levi said, Daddy, I want you to go on the radio tonight. Daddy, go on the radio tonight. It's such an awesome, awesome things the Lord has done. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. God is so good. He is so wonderful. We serve such a wonderful God, hallelujah. And so I'm going to go ahead and share what the Lord has given me. And I, I want to go ahead and go into the Bible before I begin sharing the revelation. Hallelujah. So we get a, an understanding. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Ephesians 1.10 says, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, fullness of time, he might gather, get together, bring to, gather together, or bring together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even, even in him. So, God had this plan, okay, that in Christ his son, after the crucifixion, after all these events went by, by the end of time, the Father had this plan that through His Son, Jesus, He was going to bring everything together. Everything together. And that's exactly what the Father is doing right now. Okay, now, praise Jesus, hallelujah. The devil, from the beginning, as he entered the garden, let me, let me go into Genesis 1.26. And let me tell you what God has given, hallelujah, what, give, what God gave Adam or human beings in the garden. Genesis one twenty six said, And God said, Let us make men in our image and after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fall of the air, over the cattle, over the earth, and over every creeping things that creep upon the earth. What did God give Adam? God gave Adam the, the, the dominion, power. Okay, when you see God's dominion, it's always talking about power. Or the ability to fly or do anything. Now, when, when the Lord gave this to Benny Him, 
A lot of people criticize Benny Him. They said Benny Him was crazy, was a false teaching. When when Benny Him said that Abraham had the dominion to fly, because he God gave him dominion over the uh, um, over the sea. I will get back to that, James. Hallelujah. Please be patient. Please be patient, because I know there will be a lot of questions. Over the fish of the sea, over the fall of the air. Okay, so he had dominion over them in every sense of the world, of the word. He could fly. He could run. He had power over them. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. He had this power because God the Lord, uh, hallelujah, Heaven and earth was like one. We're very together in back in, in, back in Genesis. Okay, the heaven was very close. The Lord could walk. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord could walk. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And I know there's some teaching going about that uh, uh, frequency. Uh, watch out with those teaching. Watch out. Uh, and so Adam could Adam okay could uh, go to heaven. In another word, he could go to heaven. Okay, yes, he will have to ask God, okay, but he had dominion. He had the ability to move from one place to another uh, in a blink of an eye, in another word. His spiritual, his spiritual power, okay, and his physical power were one, okay? The spiritual world was one in Adam, okay? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Let me read that. Uh, Genesis one twenty eight, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the face of the sea, over the fall of the air, and every living thing that move up on the earth. Now there is another repetition here by God. Again, He tells them the same thing. Now you read this in Hebrew. Okay, I had to research a different Bible. And you'll, you'll see that when you're speaking about Adam and the dominion God gave him, it was for him to be able to do all these things. Hallelujah. He had the ability to do all these things because, again, okay, uh, he see the life of Jesus who gave all glory before he came down. But as he came down, he was able to walk over water. He was able to walk over water, okay, was able to move like a ghost. Hallelujah. And so, uh, um, please, uh, James, just wait until I finish, and then we'll, you, can, you can pray about it. That's what I will tell you. Pray about it. And so, because this dominion, Adam had the same ability, he could do the same thing before he fell, before, he, before the fall of Adam and Eve, which is in Genesis, go back into the Bible, Genesis chapter 3, which it said, The serpent now will most out of any of the beasts of the field which the Lord God had made, and said unto the woman. Now, let me explain something about the serpent. The serpent can't, could, could speak. Remember, the animal still had the power to speak. The cow, the donkey, the horse, the dog, the cat, they all still had the power to speak. Hallelujah. Back in the, in the garden, before Adam and Eve sinned, they had the power to speak. That was revealed to me in heaven, in case anyone wanted to, anyone wanted to know. But we also hear the serpent speaking. Now, what Satan did was Eve could speak with the serpent. That was, that was no, uh, w the conversation when, that went on with Eve and the serpent was no different. They could speak with one another any, any time of the day, for sure. Okay, but what Eve did not know, or did not notice, or did not discern was that Satan had taken over the, uh, Satan had decided to use a serpent. 
okay, overtaking the serpent. And now it was not the serpent speaking, it was Satan speaking through the serpent. Hallelujah. And so that, that's where the, uh, uh, Satan was able to enter the garden through the serpent to deceive Eve. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, what was Satan after? What was Satan after? Let me tell you what he was after, part of what he was after. Well, Satan had lost his ability, okay, to, 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 be, to have a closeness to God. Or, or I, will, I will not say a closeness, a communication, okay? But Adam had that communication, okay? And so that dominion that Adam had, Satan wanted it. And so in order for Satan to take over that, that dominion, that Adam have, he will have to make Adam sin. He will have to make Adam and Eve sin. And that's exactly what his plan was. He planned to make them sin against God, okay, because sin means separation from God. And so heaven and earth will be, will be separated for the first time, okay, after God made the garden. After God made the garden, heaven and earth will not be together anymore as it was in the beginning. And this, this is what the revelation is going to take me to where I'm going to share with you that says adding any sin, this, this galaxy, you see a photo of the galaxy there in the, in the front page of the Lord Tower tonight's show. Look at the page of the galaxy there, and you can see, uh, you can see the galaxy there and see what a galaxy, according to NASA, looks like. We live in a galaxy. This earth is part of this galaxy. Okay, so this galaxy, this earth, okay, that was one one time close to heaven, spiritually, Satan wanted that separation. So Satan will destroy what the planet God on earth. But since God is mightier and God can do anything, okay, God allowed this to happen. At the same time, God was testing his children, okay? And so what the Lord was revealing to me is, since, since Satan took half the dominion, which Jesus took, took back on the cross and all that, Satan had the earth, uh, the galaxy move away from heaven by millions and, and, and millions of miles. The earth has been moving from heaven millions and millions of miles away. And I don't know if you, how many of you remember a few words the Lord gave some of his prophet that Jesus said to, through one of the prophets, my people, you don't know how far you, have, you are moving away from me. You don't know how far this earth has moved away from me. The Lord spoke one. I was looking up those words on YouTube, but I could not find it. But I was, it was a few months ago. The Lord said, you don't know how far you, 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 you have moved away from me. This earth has moved away from me, from my presence. Yes, they have. That's what the Lord was speaking to me yesterday, which I asked him to confirm it today. The Lord revealed to me that our galaxy has been moving away from heaven, okay, of a very fast pace, speed, okay? And the way Satan has been doing this is by having humanity sin against God. Uh, I don't know how many of you have listened to the testimony. If you're not, you, you can go to free track, um, uh, CD, freecdtrack.com, I believe it is, or cdtrack.com. I, I can re maybe someone can remember. I know it has to do with spiritualesson.com too. It's another page. And you can look up the quest. The quest is a brother that the Lord took him in the spirit, okay, took him to heaven, and they show him how Satan been coming against his bride, 
in the earth spiritually, okay, and he has all his angels in in, in a, a mighty army, a spiritual army, principalities and demonola attacking. Yes, free free tracks that come. I believe it is okay. And and the quest is there. Maybe someone can look up the quest. The quest. It's a testimony called the quest. Hallelujah. So <coughs> shalom, there, Miguel. <coughs> Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And so. In this, in that revelation, the Lord revealed to this brother, okay, uh, um, how Satan has been having his principalities and demon coming against the bride. But the whole idea what was what Satan is doing, making humanity sin, because the more humanity sin, the more our galaxy moves moves away from the presence of God from heaven, and so it goes into a, the deep darkness and deeper darkness and deeper darkness. And it's been doing this for so so long now that Satan and his principality, now humanity, there's no way God can save them. There's no way God can do what his word says. Because this galaxy is too far away from heaven, from the presence of God. Okay? But what the devil forgotten is that God God is unlimited. His mind, it, you, you cannot be God. Never. Never. No one can ever overcome God. God knew that this will happen even before he created everything. He knew that Satan was going to do all this and have humanity move away from, from heaven, so far away from heaven, that Satan thought there's no way God can bring his plan that he had. Okay, even though Jesus overcame him on the cross, Satan thought we can, we can still uh, push this, this galaxy so far away from heaven that the presence of God will never reach earth like the way God says in his word. But God is so awesome. And so God knew that in this last day, he would raise someone that he could use to pray. So Satan and his principality will be locked, get locked up in hell. Okay? And humanity will stop sinning by the temptation of demons by Satan and his principality. Until, the, until this point, that's what they, they've been doing. They've been going in the, in the spiritual realm right from the heavenly places. They've been coming down to earth, and they've been having human beings, including Christians, sin, sin, sin. That's why we have so much sin in the, in the pulpit, in the churches, pastor, uh, 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 being unfaithful to the wife, okay, minister being unfaithful to the wife. And so sin has been everywhere, including Jerusalem, Israel, everywhere, sin. Now, look, look at the homosexual parade in Jerusalem the other day, in Israel, or in Tel Aviv. Go back and Google and research the gay pride in Tel Aviv and see, the, see sin in the holy city. See, see where sin has been everywhere, my brothers and sisters. So he's a homosexual and lesbian, kissing themselves on national television, okay, perverting themselves on national television, and children watching all this sin. And see it here in the United States, New York City, New Jersey, Atlantic City, everywhere. What's the gay pride? Okay. And so God, praise Jesus, hallelujah, have been watching all this for a long time. And, and what Satan has been, pl his plan been to push away this galaxy away from heaven, from the presence of God. Okay? And it's, it's, so it's been like an elevator, down and down and down and down, nothing, never going back up. But since Satan got locked up a month ago, or a little bit over a month ago, okay, the elevator is not going down anymore like it was. It's actually going back up again. It's actually going back up again, okay? Because the temptation of Satan and his principality, which has the power to tempt people in such a way, and the dream in so many different ways, okay, 
that it will it will it will make anyone lost unto any for anything. Again, he may minister and all kinds of people lost and do all, and, and do all kinds of sin and all that. And, and you hardly last year or the year before you hardly hear anything about repenting. You can go on national television, you can go on days and all that. You hardly heard about repenting. They they were just preaching the prosperity gospel, the gospel that Satan and the demon likes a lot. And Satan and his demon has been in hell laughing back on the on the on the on the chair. Okay, throwing themselves on the floor, laughing and laughing at God and laughing at humanity and laughing at the church and making fun of us. Okay, always forgiving, forgetting the power of God. And so, what do we read in Ephesians? Before I go on, let me go back to Ephesians again. What do we read in Ephesians? That in the dispensation of the fullness of time, okay, this is the fullness of time when Christ is returning for his, for his bride. This is the fullness of time. Okay. Okay, he might guard it together in all things in Christ. What all things is? All the things that are in heaven. For all the things that are in earth. Okay, you, you, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, he continues saying. Even in him. So what is God doing through Christ? This is what what God the Father is doing. Okay, he, now he locked out Satan and all his principality. He's bringing heaven up again like an elevator. Back to his presence again. Okay? Demons are very nervous for this. They don't like this elevator going up again. They don't like the galaxy going up to the presence of God again. They don't like this. Because this means a lot. This means a lot to the devil and the demon. The devil is screaming in hell like there's no tomorrow. He don't like this idea of God. But read it right there in the book of God. Hallelujah. In the word of God. That he might guard it together. That he might bring together. That he might bring him back again to the place it was in the beginning. Okay? Now, what was that place? Okay? We read in Ephesians. Hallelujah. Let me read two verses in Ephesians. Hallelujah. uh, Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God is so good. God is so awesome. This, This should give people, the people of God, joy. 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 Like untold joy. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. This give people joy. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2 2. Where in time past ye walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, a spirit now that working in the children of disobedience. At one time, Satan had everyone going his own way, going according to his plan. Okay? Satan had everyone going, okay? Deep and deep in sin, deep and deep in darkness. You have this world going deep and deep in darkness according to the power of the air and the spirit of working, the children of disobedience. Why was there so much disobedience on earth? Satan had everyone going his way. The course of this world, read it right there. According to the course of the world, everything that was happening was sin. It was in the church. It was in the pulpit. It was everywhere. Sin was rampant everywhere, my brothers and sisters. And we know that. I don't need to tell you that. You already know that. You already know that this is what's happening. Let me read on. Ephesians 12. For we wrestle not against flesh or blood, but against principality, against the power, against the ruler of the darkness of this world, against the spirit of wickedness in high places. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what place they took from us when Adam and Eve when, when Satan took the dominion from Adam and Eve, let me tell you what happens. The Lord explained this to me. 
You, you know the places, the high places, hallelujah, where the Lord has taken so many people in dreams, and a lot of people know these places. They've been there. I've been there several times. Where it looks, uh, some people say this, if, if you don't have a, if you haven't heard about these places, you may want to get Anna Rantree books. Anna Rantree books. Uh, um, I forget the, 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 the Priestly Bride, I think is one of them. You can get that book. Okay? In Heaven I Waste the Bride is another book from Anna Rantree. When the Lord took her to heaven, then he took her to the heavenly places where this planet is. Let me tell you what this planet is. Okay? This planet is physical and it's spiritual. Okay? It's physical. It's spiritual. It's mostly spiritual. And I'm going to tell you why it's spiritual. Okay? This planet has the same side that Earth has. Same side. Okay? And it has the same places that Earth has. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And so let me tell you why. Let me tell you why that planet has the same side that Earth, that Earth has and the same side that Earth is. And everything that Earth has, that planet had. And many people, the Lord has taken there. They have seen this. And they said, my goodness, this like, looks like Earth. And some people have gone around and said, this looks like New York City. This looks like, like, uh, like uh, the United States. Let me tell you why it is. Okay? The spiritual part of the Earth, it is that place. At one time, when Adam had the dominion, the earth was physical, but it was also spiritual. When Satan took the dominion, what Satan did, he came to kill, steal, and destroy. He came to divide also. Okay? He took the, the physical part, okay, left up there the spiritual part, and took down in this galaxy the spiritual one, pushing it down to darkness with his demons and principality, okay? The, it had been going to darkness and darkness and darkness. Why? Because that place is so close to heaven, okay? And so that place was a spiritual part of earth that Satan and his demons stole from us. He came to kill, steal, and destroy. He stole it from us, okay? He stole the place that belonged to Adam, Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Our earth has been, I, don't, some, I heard someone said the earth is being run by the devil. I don't want to say that. Okay. I don't want to give the devil, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, um, I don't want to give the devil no credit. See, a lot of people, oh, this earth is being run by the devil. Don't say that. Please don't say that. Remember what Jesus said. The Father has given me all power and heaven and on earth. It has been given to Jesus the power. Okay. The devil, hallelujah, has been going down here. Although even him and the principality have been defeated on the cross, they've been going out tempting human beings for all this time to keep pushing this into, into greater darkness away from the presence of God. Okay. Like an elevator going down. Now the elevator is going up. The elevator is going on earth. We are getting closer to the presence of God. Now, let me take you into the Word, and this is going to help you understand the Bible. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, He had no control over the earth. Jesus has, for sure. Jesus has all power, hallelujah. But the devil has been doing, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Now, let me go. Uh, John 5, 4. Whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world. 
even our faith. Remember that. Our faith overcome the world. And so anyway, the devil had this plan to come against us. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so since since the times of Noah, which we are, the Lord said this to me a few days ago. I said, Lord, are we, I, I said, Lord, are we are in the times of Noah. And the Lord said, yes, you are. You are in the times of Noah, the Lord says to me. Which that, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Tracia. Uh, not true, hallelujah. That, that is correct. The enemy does not have control over the earth. He doesn't have control over the earth for sure. Jesus has. Genesis chapter 6 says, And they came to pass when men began to multiply on the first of the earth, were born unto them, hallelujah, the daughter, the daughter were born unto them, for sure. The daughter were born unto them, and the son of God so that the daughter of man, and so this one, the, the angel have fallen, I know that. Then verse 3 says, The Lord says, My spirit shall not strive away with men, for he is also flesh. So, uh, yes, his days should be 120 years. So God wouldn't limit the times of, of humanity. And so we have seen the fallen. Now, Matusah would went to 965 years, I believe it was, or 67. Someone can correct me, please. And, and so he was the greater one. He was the father of Enoch. But Enoch walked with God, and God took him. Okay? Now, the book of Enoch, many people, whether the book of Enoch is of God or not, I have asked the Lord, Lord, is this, is this book, is this book, a view, the Lord said, yes, it is. The book of Enoch. I wanted to know that. People have been asking me for that for months. And I, I, I went to the Lord. I said, Lord, I need a confirmation on this. I need, because before I say anything, I want to say this. Now, what, what God brought Enoch to his presence to speak with Enoch was, was what is called Porter. 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 I can't even pronounce the word. Porter. Uh, Porter thought what, what scientists are seeing through the telescope in space, right in different galaxies, they have seen like their porter that, that can take people, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Uh, and so scientists say they are there. They see inside porters up there in space, somewhere in space. Because Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, there is, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Yes, there is, Tricia. Yeah, there is, there is. Amen. And for sure, uh, uh, okay, so Enoch, for sure, God gave him this revelation, told him he was going to lock up this demon who has been fallen. We read about Enoch. I, I, I actually went and looked up in the Bible everything that says about Enoch. And, and so Genesis 5.21, this is what I read. Enoch lives uh, 65 years and begot Methuselah, for sure. Enoch walked with God and begot Methuselah three, uh, 300 years and begot son and daughter. Genesis 5.23. And all these days, Enoch were 365 years. Hebrew 11.5. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see that and was not found because God had translated him. For before he was translated, he had his testimony. <coughs> Excuse me now. Please, God. Thank you, Jesus. All of that. Jude 1.14. Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these saying, Behold, the Lord come. When 10,000 of his saying, now, if you say, if you say, Poros, thank you for that word. Thank you, heaven. If you say, like Jew said, one of the disciples, that Enoch prophesied. Now, if you say to any Jewish rabbi that Enoch was a prophet, that means there's got to be book about him. Again, if you say to any other rabbi 
that Enoch was a prophet, what he's going to say is, where are his writings? He's going to ask you, where are his writings? You have to provide a writing from Enoch if you say Enoch was a prophet. So the Enoch have, have writing? Yes, he did. And that's part of the book of Enoch, my brothers and sisters. Because the Bible says he was a prophet. So if we need a confirmation about Enoch, read it in Jude 1.14. He prophesied. What did that mean? He has to have writing. There's no way you can say someone is a prophet from the Old Testament and have no writing from him. That made no sense. Think about it. That made no sense. That's why to the rabbi, rabbi will tell you, you're crazy. If you, if, you, if you cannot bring a writing from Enoch and you say he was a prophet, then you're crazy. What are you talking about? What prophecy are you talking about? There's no way you can tell a rabbi, a good rabbi, okay, an experienced rabbi, okay? Yes, well, thank you for that, Sister Wolitsky. You know, there's no way that you say Enoch was a, pro a, a prophet and have no writing for him. That made no sense. Think about it. We got all these prophets. How do we know about them? We got the writing. You see, one, one, or two. One, one, or not three. That's two, my brothers and sisters. Come on, let's put it together. Let's put it together. Praise Jesus, Hallelujah. So Enoch is a prophet. We got his prophecy. We got his writing. Praise Jesus, Hallelujah. Now Genesis six. What are we talking about? North and his family. Here is a greater decay of falling on humanity in Genesis chapter six because humanity was was falling and Satan kept defeating humanity. Okay, and we read about homosexuals and lesbians. Okay, and this generation of Sodom and Gomorrah later on and all that, because it kept falling, it kept falling into darkness, the earth kept falling. And Satan was very happy, okay, praise Jesus, hallelujah, because Enoch, hallelujah, could speak with God, okay, he walked in the presence of God. Why did Enoch walk in the presence of God? Because earth and heaven were still together, okay, because Enoch was seven from Adam. Remember that Adam was kicked out of the garden and Eve. They could not enter the garden. They could look at the garden from the outside. They wanted it. But they could not enter. So where was the garden taken out of the earth? I believe it was taken out in Genesis chapter 6. Before God destroyed the earth, God took the garden from the earth. Okay? God took the union of heaven with earth. The presence of God was still on earth in those days. When you hear, uh, uh, what, how did God speak with Enoch? Or with Noah, he spoke with them directly. Heaven was so close to, 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 hallelujah, to earth. Now look at this revelation the Lord gave me. Okay? I Listen to this. We, we know about the millennium and all the revelation the Lord had given me. In this revelation, one of the last revelations the Lord gave me as a father in the millennium, I was walking in the millennium. Remember when I told you that I went to the school where God was teaching these children? How many of you remember this revelation that I shared from the millennium? That, that Jesus took me to the, for the, to the school in the millennium where God was teaching the children. They were learning straight from God. Not human beings, but God himself. Hallelujah. But let me tell you about that. When I looked out to the cloud, what, what do you think I seen? I seen God in his throne. How do you like that? I could see heaven from the millennium. But wait a minute, brother. I'll be slow down your horses. Isn't the millennium back on earth again when the earth gets renewed? Yes, it is, my brothers and sisters. It how come you saw heaven from earth? What am I telling you tonight? <laughs> oh, man, read today news, my brothers and sisters. Heaven and earth will be closed again like it was in the beginning. 
just like Adam could look to heaven and see God in his throne. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So we will again. Hallelujah. Now listen to this. Another proof that I'm going to give you. Another proof from the word of God. In case anyone has any doubt. You know, I don't want you to walk and doubt. And if you do, please rebuke it in Jesus' name. Please rebuke it. Let's go to Genesis 11. Okay? The Tower of Abel. Okay? Listen to this. Verse, uh, uh, Genesis 11 says, Hallelujah. The whole earth was of one language and one speech. And it came to pass that as they journeyed from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar. Shinar. And they dwelled there. Hallelujah. It was a journey they took. We did there. I'm reading King James, 21st century. They were journeying. It was a journey. Verse 3. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks, and, hallelujah, and burn them truly. Hallelujah. And they have bricks to for stone, and slim that they have formed for mortar. They were going to build something. Makes sense. Verse 4. And they said, Come, let us build a city and a tower, whose top may reach unto heaven. Hello, how close was heaven? All you needed to do was create an Empire State Building, and you can walk into heaven. How do you like that? <laughs> how do you like that? All you needed to build was Empire State Building, and you can enter heaven right there. You can enter the first level right there. <laughs> Did that make sense to you now? Did that make sense? Let's create this brick building, and we can enter heaven. That's how close heaven was from earth, my brothers and sisters. You see what the devil had done? Do you see what the devil had done? Hallelujah. The devil had made people sin so much, okay, including people in hell. How many people have the Lord? Look at this other revelation. Listen to this revelation. It means the same, but listen to this revelation. How many people have the Lord has taken to hell, and they have seen these demons tormenting people in hell? Now, let me tell you about this. They were not supposed to be doing that. The demon was not supposed to be tormenting people. Because those people, okay, those people, hallelujah, have been put there to be punished by God, and they already got their torment by God. So why are these demons going there to torment them? Because they have access to him. They can go to him. They can do that in hell, for sure. They can do that. Now, when, when, when the Lord had me ask him to lock up Satan and his principality in hell, also those demons that were tormenting people are locked up. So who is tormenting these people in hell now? No one. How do you like that one? No one. They're not being tormented. Like the word. They got some darkness, hallelujah, and some smaller demon bothering them, but they're not being tormented by those principality the way they were. Those principality were, were beating up these demons to torment people. Read uh, Mary Kay Bastard's book. It, it, she can tell you what she saw in hell. Okay? Is that happening now with this principality abusing those demons and making them uh, uh, beat up on these people? That's not happening. Hallelujah. You can ask the Lord to take you to hell. You're not going to see that right now. Okay? I know exactly what's happening, my brothers and sisters. Oh, glory to Jesus in Revelation. Now, my second prayer that I tell the people, all evil from the, from the heavenly places which belongs to us, God's people. Okay? All, all demons and principalities, all, all evil. From that in the cloud, and, and, and all evil from earth, and all evil from, from hell, from the top of hell, the Father is going to lock them up in the bottom pit of hell until, until the treasure 
and until the trumpet of the righteous son, until the tribulation. And they cannot get out until the tribulation, and they cannot bother earth until the tribulation. They cannot bother you now one second. Okay, now one second until the tribulation. That petition is before the Father. The Father has not answered that petition yet. Jesus is praying for this. I ask the Lord, please ask the Father this nonstop. Please ask my Father this nonstop. I want the Father to ask this. The Lord let me know the other morning that that, that petition is going to be answered very soon. Okay, very soon. If it still has not been answered, if you want to join me in that petition prayer, in, in one of the cases that I'm making before the, the Father, the judge of the whole universe, my my case that I'm making is they have done so much evil to us, to my life, to the church, to the people. Okay? Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And so uh, they have to go there. It is, it is a just God to do such a thing. It, it is just for God to uh, answer this prayer. And Jesus let me know that prayer will be answered soon. Demons are not happy. They're not happy. The devil's locked up out there. He's being tormented. He's not happy. Principalities are locked up. They're not happening. But look at the movement of God. Look how God is using that a word. Isn't that pleasant to hear how that a word is having these amazing revival services. He's having amazing revival services. He's having in Africa and around the world. Isn't this great that this principality and Satan is not bothering those people? That finally humanity is getting a chance from God? And that this earth, this galaxy is going back up again? And one day it's going to be back where it was. When God made him, when God, when Adam and Eve was in the garden, we're going back there again. Hallelujah. We're coming out of the darkness. We're going through the light. We're going toward the light, my brothers and sisters. And the light shines more every day for us. Every day this light is going to shine even more like the aurora. Hallelujah. It's going to shine more and more. I'm looking forward to the light. We're heading to the light. My brothers and sisters, this should be a joy to God's people. This revelation that I'm sharing tonight. And, and this is the basics I'm giving you. If I give you the deepest revelation the Lord has given me, you're going to fall back on your share. These are basic I'm giving you. I hope you can receive the basic because I cannot even give you the deepest one. Because you'll fall back. You'll fall, fall back on your share. Hallelujah. But I, I, you know, I thought, Lord, this basic revelation, the Lord says, I want this revelation out. He says, I want it out. Okay. It's basic, I, I, you know, it's good. People can receive this basic revelation, I hope. Hallelujah, people can pray about it. I said, Lord, please, when people ask for confirmation, please give it to them. So you can go to the Lord, hallelujah, and, and you can ask for confirmation. The Lord will for sure will give it to you. Hallelujah. And I know, listen to this. Listen to this now. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I know that. The Lord also is going to give people more revelation than what I'm giving you tonight. This is the basic of this revelation. Because you're going to get more from the Lord. If you go to the Lord and you say, Lord, reveal me more. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. He's going to give you more. 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 He's going to give you a lot more of these revelations. Deeper revelation. I'm giving you the basic. He's going to give you more into dream and ambition. You just got to do ask the Lord. Ask Him every night. Say, Lord, give me more of this revelation. Reveal me these things, Lord Jesus. I want to know them. Please reveal them to me so I can share with the people. You see, my thing with me is I share what the Lord gives me that I know people can receive. The deeper things, I, I have not been able to share them. Hallelujah. Because when I try to share some of them, some people could not take it. They could not take it. 
Hallelujah. And so Paul said, I have to give you milk because you were not ready for me. And so please, I don't want to insult anyone. I don't want no one to feel insulted. This is not the purpose of this. Again, let me tell you this. Hallelujah. I thank uh, Samuel and Tricia for coming on Monday and giving us the, the, uh, the word they gave us, the revelation they shared with us, because, you know, we, 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 we need to know what the Hebrew Bible says in regard to Jesus and God. And we need to know that, yes, we can call Jesus Yeshua. That is his name, the translation of Jesus. Again, you're not going to sin if you say Jesus. Amen. You're not going to sin. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You're not going to sin if you call him Jesus. But his name is Yeshua. His name is Yeshua. And I, I have seen the anointing and blessing by calling him Yeshua. There is a blessing and anointing. That's why you hear me for months saying Yeshua. Because I know the blessing there is in that. Hallelujah. That's going to be such an awesome service there. Heaven. The anointing that is going to come in that service like no one has ever seen before in that Dominican Republic. People are going to, all kinds of people are going to be healed. All kinds of people are going to be uh, saved in that, in that uh, doctor word service. Why? Because Satan and his principality are locked up. And we're going to the power of God to the light. And the power of God will be more, big soul, every day more. Every day more. Hallelujah. Remember what God said in, in, in Ephesians. He's going, to go, he's going to bring up off in Christ. That was the plan of God from the beginning. To bring us closer back in Christ. Why? Because we're separated. We were separated. We're so far from heaven. And now we're getting closer every day, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Yes, we're going to have them back on Monday. I hope people were not insulted by, by Tricia and Samuel. Hallelujah. In the way they share the revelation of God. Let me tell you, Christ is not, is not the foundation for the vision, but it's the foundation for us coming together, my brothers and sisters. Yeshua is to bring us together. Remember what Jesus prayed in John 17. That they, Father, that they may become one as you and I are one. Hallelujah. It's very important that we become one in Jesus. That Jesus will not be the foundation of separation or division. But he will be the mean that God uses to bring us together. Like it says in Ephesians 1.5. My brothers and sisters, it's very important that you know that. Hallelujah. And so they're going to come. And I know a lot of people have a lot of questions. And if you want to email me with all the questions we want to ask Samuel on Monday, go ahead because I'm going to put a question together for him on Monday, and we're going to be asking him a lot of questions on Monday. That's why the first program, I didn't want to ask him questions. I just want to hear what, what the, the knowledge that God has given him from his word, amen, and his wife, Tricia. And so then on, on Monday, we can go ahead and ask him all kinds of questions. We might even have him another day so we can continue with the question because we, only, we can only do two hours a day. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And so, um, if you have any questions, email me. to. to uh, let me put out my email there. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Boy, people are waiting for more revelation. <laughs> I know people will love the revelation, hallelujah. And let me go ahead, hallelujah. Keep reading. So, in verse 4, so they said, come on, let us build a city, a tower. Imagine, a simple tower can reach out to heaven. Imagine how close heaven was to earth. Now, there was a man of God uh, a, a few months ago, or a few, or a few years ago, uh, maybe two or less, two or less years, the Lord revealed to him that the reason uh, earth was so close, hallelujah, earth was so close, yeah, no trick question, uh, Tricia, we're going to respect Samuel and you, we're not going to disrespect you guys, we don't do that in this program, we love everyone, you, you are our sister, 
and he is our brother, and we love you, and we love you too. Hallelujah. So no trick question. Hallelujah. And so the tower who stopped me reached out to heaven and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. Now, what were they afraid of? Okay, what were they afraid of? Okay, they were afraid because they knew they were in sin. They knew spiritually they were not right with God. They were not right with God. And so they were afraid, lest we are scared abroad upon the face of the whole earth. They were afraid that God was going to just throw them around the earth because of their sin. Of course, because they knew God was holy. God was holy. It's only Enoch knew, knew the portal to heaven. Only he knew the portal.